You're tuning in to Spectre Radio, but wait, don't touch that dial, because this is Spectre Radio presents the MCU. Revisiting our favorite movie moments, debating about scenes from the shows, and combing through the comics. We're just three millennials, binging our way through the MCU, through the eyes of the heroes, villains, and creatures alike. I'm Wyatt. I'm Andrew. Alyssa, and we are Spectre Radio. Wait, are you talking about a time machine? No, no, of course not. Not not a time machine. This is more like a... Yeah, like a time machine. I know, it's crazy. It's crazy, but I can't stop thinking about it. There's gotta be some way it's crazy. Scott, I get spoilers from a raccoon, so nothing sounds crazy anymore. Thank you, Steve Scott and Nat, for the spoiler warning. Again, this podcast contains adult content and spoilers. This thing on? Hey, Miss Potts. If you find this recording, don't feel bad about this. Part of the journey is the end. Just for the record, being adrift in space with zero promise of rescue is more fun than it sounds. Food and water ran out four days ago. Oxygen will run out tomorrow morning. That'd be it. When I drift off, I will dream about you. It's always you. did exactly what he said he was going to do. He wiped out 50% of all living creatures. We lost. All of us. We lost friends. We lost family. We lost a part of ourselves. This is the fight of our lives. This is gonna work, Steve. I know it is. Because I don't know what I'm gonna do if it doesn't. Five years ago, we lost. All of us. We lost friends. We lost family. We lost a part of ourselves. Today, we have a chance to take it all back. You know your teams. You know your missions. Get the stones. Get them back. One round trip each. No mistakes no do-overs. Most of us are going somewhere we know. That doesn't mean you should know what to expect. Be careful. Look out for each other. This is the fight of our lives, and we're going to win, whatever it takes. Welcome to Spectre Radio. Uh, it does we that are so well. back. <laughs> Thank you, guys. We are welcoming back to uh, our Avengers Endgame podcast. I am super excited. You guys are in for a treat. We already feel like we're in for a treat. <laughs> um, so this is a special one as we have four very special guests on tonight. 
And in no particular order, actually, I'm just reading them as they come across in my uh, Zoom feed. Um, so first of all, we have uh, my uncle Ron returning. So welcome Woo! back, Ron Francis. Yeah. Yeah, good to be I here. I know him. Here. <laughs> all righty. Next, we have John. Welcome back, John Stewart. Hey, thank you. Of course. Uh, next, Ethan Fowler. Welcome back, dude. Yes, absolutely. You must be from... listing in order of most punctual. So, <laughs> uh, no, you would be last. <laughs> um, you, you guys may remember Ethan from his own podcast of Nerd Institute. So, welcome back. And then Glad finally, we have the lovely Saudi Garcia. Welcome Saudi! back, Saudi. Super excited. All righty. So, I'm going to take us in and read the first paragraph of our summary of the movie Avengers Endgame. So let's get to it. A few weeks after losing in Infinity War, the heroes are still licking their wounds on Earth, while Stark and Nebula are stranded in deep space on the Guardian ship. Running out of oxygen with no hope in sight, Tony records a goodbye message for Pepper until out of nowhere, Captain Marvel rescues the two, bringing them back to Earth. Tony and Steve see each other for the first time in two years. The reunited but still fractured team compares notes. Nebula needs, leads them to Thanos' retirement planet to get the stones and use them to bring everyone back, but he had already destroyed them. So Thor followed through this time and went for the head. Five years later, Ant-Man escapes the quantum realm. He discovers it's been five years and struggles to grip this new world where half of the population is gone. He heads to the Avengers compound, telling the team that he has only in, that he was only in the quantum realm for five hours, hinting time travel is possible in there. Filled with a new sense of hope to save everyone, Cap, Widow, Banner, and Scott recruit a reluctant Thor and start to the mission. They, along with Rhodey, Nebula, Rocket, and Clint, plan time heists to go back to different points in time to get the Infinity Stones, to do a snap and bring everyone back. But the Thanos of the past is onto their plan. And when you mess with time, time fights back. Can the heroes successfully go back in time and secretly acquire the stones and bring back half the universe? Or was Doctor Strange wrong? And is Thanos really inevitable? Dun, dun, dun. Dun-dun-dun. Yes, everybody, the dun-dun-duns. You know, as somebody that lived in New Zealand, that accent is like dead on right <laughs> thank you <laughs> well very done. nicely Appreciate done it. all of you thank you that was really fun to have everybody participate in the movie recap yeah yeah and now it is my honor to bring us into our next category of behind, behind the time, the time heist, heist. Time heist, time heist. That's my favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> I don't so even simple. remember how that got started. I think like, I love we were when, like, let's make it echo. When each one of you do it, it's hilarious. But there's something about Wyatt, like when he like doesn't care, but he still does it. He's like behind <laughs> the... <laughs> it's so bad, but I love it. <sighs> we gotta love it. Well, I tried to hold back for this movie, so I think I only have like really two of them. So the first one that I have is about Captain Marvel. So um, Brie Larson, who played Captain Marvel, actually filmed all of her scenes in this movie before the Captain Marvel movie production started. Wow. Um, 
So I think that's kind of interesting. And I'm also curious about like how they did all of that with her hair being different mm-hmm. in the two like sides of things. So that was cool. And then um, my second fun fact was about the visual effects. So they actually used visual effects to make Tony Stark look emaciated at the beginning of the film. Um, obviously to kind of match up with the storyline of him saying like that they didn't really have food for like almost three weeks. Um, and they also used visual effects and a combination of um, prosthetics. So physical effects for uh, making Captain America look elderly. Um, so basically the Russo brothers in an interview explained that they used a mix of physical prosthetics on his face and digital alterations. They also use computer-generated imaging to polish the look, which couldn't be done just by practical makeup and shrinking his neck and his overall physique, so he looked much more slender and more elderly. Um, In terms of the physical acting and the voice that we hear, all of that was Chris Evans just making adjustments to his natural speaking voice to mimic that of an older person. That's awesome. That's cool. That is really cool. cool. I didn't I mean, know that. It's kind of like a cheat though, because like back in the day, actors like lost like fifty pounds for a role, and it's like, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, but that's but also like so unhealthy. That's horrible for your body. Yeah. Plus, so, you would have had to lose yeah, fifty pounds for one scene. Yeah. Right. While keeping it all for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. So one of the one of the big things is I I know. Robert Downey Jr., I believe, was the only one that got the full script Script. before this uh, in terms of the actors. And I think that was largely due to the fact that, spoiler alert, he is, you know, the ultimate uh, catalyst that sacrifices himself to to bring everything um, back to neutral at the end. But um, I think the only writer-director team outside of this uh, movie, uh, John Watts and the writing team for Spider-Man, um, Spider-Man Far From Home were the only ones that knew he is the one that died because it so directly affected the story of Spider-Man mm-hmm. Far From Home. That makes sense. Um, it's also the first ever film to earn over one billion within its first weekend of release. Damn. Um, and that's, <laughs> I believe that's a lot outside of, of uh domestic but still that's yeah that's a crap ton of money well they had to pay robert downey jr's high fee somehow yeah (laughs) no kidding (laughs) so those are my those are my big ones and uh i i have some other stuff that'll probably play into other stuff i'm going to talk about later but yeah um so i read online it took over 1400 visual effect art effect artists and 16 weeks just to make the final battle scene so that little yeah that's that alone is like a huge budget of the movie <laughs> yeah four months <laughs> 16 weeks 1400 visual effect artists it was not a le- was it 11 days for black widow so a lot more time went into this one I think. 11 days for the script john <laughs> okay step off all right oh, someone's salty and i thought someone was already gonna say this someone's but- correct and somebody wasn't <laughs> The uh, the Russo brothers' kids, um, they actually cameo. Those are the children you were talking to Hulk in the restaurant. I thought that was sick. Oh, that was one of mine. Like, yeah, I thought it looked like autograph. it. And I was like, "There's no way." And then like I googled it, and I was like, "Wow, I'm a genius." So- they were also. 
they were also in the museum scene in uh, Winter Soldier. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he the one that? No, he didn't. Did he point? Must be nice. I don't know if he pointed. Oh. I think he just like was like, Shh. yeah. I yeah. think the kid that's um, going like this, yeah. you know, nodding his Picking head, his head like he's, he agrees or something. That's Gosh. sick. All right, so I actually have some really cool, uh, two cool um, things that I kind of learned when I did my homework. Um, the time travel, I guess, um, <laughs> part of the story um, was actually they brought in an actual physicist. A quantum physicist, and that I know, I, who knew, right? <laughs> he actually brought this person. And they actually explained uh, that whole banner when he explained the whole uh, how the quantum fix, you know, uh, physics works and all that. That was the actual line that they were given by the physicist in the writers' room. Wow! So I thought that, I thought that was like really cool. I'm like, and I said the same thing when I read it. I was like, really? That mm. actually exists. <laughs> But okay, whatever. Um, I still don't see my DeLorean parked outside, but whatever. Right, right. Um, and then the one that was a huge shocker to me was, you know, the scene where Peter Quill comes back and tries to get the Power Stone? Mm-hmm. Uh, that scene, you think that it actually came from the Guardians of the Galaxy movie? It wasn't. The whole thing was reshot. What? what? Yes, that whole scene was reshot wow. from beginning to end. Um I don't know how in the world they did it, but I thought it was just taken from the other movie. That's how well they did it. It looks perfectly symmetrical, the Perfect. first one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. Which scene was that? I'm sorry. The one where they're grabbing the Power Stone, it's Rhodey and Nebula. Yeah. He's doing the music okay. and he has he's doing the, the music. And he's kicking the little animals like into yeah. the air. And then That's uh, crazy. Rhodey goes and says, so he's an idiot. <laughs> yes, yes. Brody had some great lines in this movie. He really has some great one-liners in there. I mean, it was and just he gold. really shines in the gag reel. If you watch that on the extras, he's got some good nuggets in that one as well. Some you really, actually... really good stuff from him. I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed Brody during mm-hmm. that, during that whole movie. He's just a great. You actually reminded me of another thing. I don't want to steal it from someone else. So if anyone else knows about how they got the ether, that scene that had uh, Natalie Portman in it. Okay. So that was the only person I believe that was an actor in this film that didn't actually film for this, that scene where she was laying down and rocket came in to extract it. That was, I think B roll or uh, stuff that got on the, chopping room floor from Thor Dark World, I believe. So, yeah. And they just, what, CGI'd Rocket in, I guess? Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) When Andrew said Avengers Assemble at the beginning, Endgame was the first time they actually used that phrase in the MCU. Really? Mm -hmm. Yep. So, that was pretty... They teased it in Age of Ultron, but he didn't actually say it. Oh, that's Um, right. He didn't complete the phrase. That's when he goes, uh, Avengers. Avengers. And then then it it cuts. cuts. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There's also a a fun nugget that the two captains in this movie, uh, Captain America and Captain Marvel, were also uh, bad guys in Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Hmm. Oh. (laughs) They've worked together before. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like we all read the same 
spoiler articles in preparation for this. <laughs> I like scrolled down goes. like 20 websites just so yeah. I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, um, but the one I found interesting was uh, in the first Avengers when Steve and Tony were arguing and Tony said that everything special about, about you came out of a bottle and Steve said, you're never going to be the guy to make the sacrifice play. They kind of proved each other wrong in the end there. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Without powers or, you know, with or without powers, Steve proved himself worthy to hold Thor's hammer, which automatically makes him special. And Iron Man sacrificed himself. So I thought that was kind of like a good call back to that first argument. Love That's that. a great point. Yeah. I had that in my, uh, my best category. Yeah. Nice. That whole sacrifice, I actually, um, after I watched the original movie, I went uh, to Burger King and we actually all grabbed cheeseburgers. Aww. And we, t- we took a picture and we actually said for Tony. <laughs> you have to send that to me. I'll put it on Instagram. <laughs> it's just, you said Burger King and you lost me. That was it. That's the uh. only thing. But that's beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be beautiful, except it was Burger King. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Robert Downey Jr. Um, in the first, his first Iron Man movie was paid five hundred thousand dollars, but in this movie he was paid I think like eight percent of like the gross on the back end, so he made seventy five million dollars for this movie. Ooh, um, that's a lot of money, honey. That is and sick. There are nineteen Oscar nominated or Oscar winning actors in this movie. That's insane. Wow, it shows though. It really does. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I don't think I've ever seen a movie that has a cast this large ever. I mean, of Hmm. known, you know, named actors. Because I don't recall in, gosh, you know, I've been in this planet a little bit. Mm -hmm. I don't recall any movie doing anything like that. Especially with each of them getting X amount of screen time. No film has made me cry more. Okay. I've only cried at like three (laughs) things. The Office, when Michael leaves, that had me rolling. I mean, I was like, my God marley and me but oh, every God. single time i watch endgame i'm like get back I, in there tear you know no like no titanic me. john nothing for titanic not at all i'm just looking oh my at my God. wife like every time <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm with you on that i i today i you know do my my homework preparing for this i, mm-hmm. I need a refresher I was bawling. My, yep. I was just bawling, bawling. I texted last crying. week. I cried like three or four times, like a little yeah. bit. Yeah, the Tony and Howard scene made me cry the most. Oh, really? Yeah. Surprised on the rewatch that that. Yeah, made I must have emotions. I did not cry at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No feelings. Well, everybody in this chat has definitely at some point lost somebody. So like they definitely tear at that hardcore in this movie, like three times specifically. It's like, Oh my God. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I have three pages of behind the scenes (laughs) as always, but I'll try to make it fun. I'll put it in trivia form. Yay. Um, So let's see. How do we, okay. So there were reportedly how many pages of ideas for Avengers infinity war and end game 60. Bingo. Oh, that you guys low. read that. You read that. <laughs> you read, yeah, those. We did. <laughs> read that today when I was preparing for the podcast. In all fairness, why wouldn't have known that if he didn't read it either? So <laughs> exactly. Um, the line I love you three fa- I love you three thousand came from whose child? Robert Downey Robert Downey's kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I love what trivia. Do I have? Okay. <laughs> um, Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth made how much money in this movie? Fifteen dollars. Fifteen million. Million dollars. Mm-hmm. No, they made fifteen dollars. Twenty million. Wait, together? <laughs> no, uh, each. Uh, each. 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 Twenty. And to put yes. it in perspective, Evans only made three hundred thousand for the first Cat movie. Okay, oh, well, right. if he made seventy-five, then so let's say fifty. I'm gonna say fifty. Um, what was the budget for this movie? Three hundred fifty-six million. Oh my gosh! That's two hundred million on the marketing. Wow! Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> Get out of my head. <laughs> We've already like, we like five hundred million of the billion dollars went to actors and actually making the thing. The huh. Google foo is strong with you. Mm, yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, the other facts I can't put in trivia, so I'm just going to say them. But the scenes in the movie trailers were only taken from the first 20 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good because if they didn't, you would have been like, oh, Scott, yeah. Ant-Man's back. Everything's okay. Like mm-hmm. That would have been a um, huge spoiler. During the Marvel Studios opening sequence in this movie, all the characters that were affected in the events were not in the rolling credit, the rolling pre-credits mm-hmm. in the movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice Wait, that. Say that again. So you know the- how oh, I'm tracking. Sorry. Okay. Thank I you. see. I see. That took me a second to register. I was like, oh, <laughs> no, I see. I see. I'm still uh, thinking about the the one I said last time about all the faces flashing on the screen of the departed or whatever, the vanished or what, mm-hmm. not the departed. The the departed. Van- <laughs> the Did you know he was a co-op? <laughs> no, he was a co-op. No, but uh, um, no, well, Leticia Wright didn't know that. <laughs> like when her face came up on the screen, I was like, ah, there it is. <laughs> she didn't know. <laughs> and I felt bad, but it was funny. <laughs> Uh, in a brief scene where the members of the Avengers are flashed on a holographic screen, the headshot that was used for Scott Lang was actually pulled straight from Paul Rudd's IMDb profile picture. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. That is hilarious. I thought you were going to say it was pulled from Friends. I'm like, well, he hasn't really aged. Uh, so. yeah, Mike. <laughs> no, no, nice we love Mike. We love Mike. <laughs> Him and Jennifer um, Anderson, they've never aged. Mm. Did you notice that Thanos wore the gauntlet on his left hand, but then when they remade it for Tony, it was it was right hand? Mm-hmm. It changed yes. hands. Mm-hmm. By the way, um, Wyatt, your Iron Man gauntlet is right-handed. Okay. <laughs> they only make them right-handed. That's good. Um, at Tony Stark's funeral, a teenage boy is seen standing behind Scarlet Witch and Bucky. Yes. Who is he? The Hartley. kid from Iron, from Iron Man 3. Man 3. And no one remembers I his name. Hartley. 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 Yeah. Hartley. Good guy. We're all getting old. That's crazy. That kid's um, like super tall. New Asgard is actually a village on the southern reader, southern regions of Scotland. Mm. Let's that's go. Beautiful. They should have put it in where, That's where Odin. Yeah, no, that's where Odin died. In uh, they should have put it in oh, Norway. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's where he died. Ethan's up here just like connecting dots. Why it's putting them out there? Ethan's making a picture. You know, it's beautiful. <laughs> um, <laughs> and finally, um, so this is the first um, Marvel film not to have a, pro- a post-credit scene. Mm. So many theater goers would stay behind in anticipation of the continued tradition, but I instead did. there is a blank screen and a brief clanging sound. The sound is heard 
um, the sound heard is Tony Stark's hammer from the first Iron Man film. This is an indicator that the Marvel films, that the events of the Marvel films have ended, marks the official end of the decade-long Infinity Saga. Mm. Wow. That's I'm definitely one of those people. Oh, yeah, after. I was there. I was there. And I was told yeah. by the directors and the writers that you shouldn't stay if you're expecting. Yeah, but then it's a trick. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Maybe they do want you to stay. Right. Cool. That was a lot of behind the scenes. So let's move on to our next category of what if. I, I'm stealing Alyssa's thunder on this one because I am so glad I'm starting this one because mine, <laughs> mine is so good. Um, so what if Tony's snap erased the first half that survived? Okay. Are we talking about the possibility that that's possible? Because we don't we yeah. even know fully how the gauntlet works. Right. We didn't, but what if him snapping it erased everybody who survived um, the, first the first time around? The first I don't time. think then he was not in the would right have been that good. He would have not uh, been in the right mental space to do that. He would have been thinking all kinds of wrong to do that. Um, Here, here's... I. I've done a lot of debating about the way the gauntlet works in general. And this is the way I perceive it is please that, enlighten us. <laughs> and, and I could be wrong. I, and I think the director, I think the Russo brothers have said something similar, but the way I perceive it is that the gauntlet is almost like an entity that understands its wearer on a fundamental level. So it's, if you're saying I want to wipe out half the life of the, in the universe, you don't have to have in your head each individual sentient being across yeah. existence to be able to do that. It understands and can execute your wish like a genie. So that's the way I understand it. That's what I said last week. I like it. That's so unless it was some it sort of subliminal uh, or subconscious desire of Tony's that <laughs> was surfacing, I would hope that half the other life wouldn't snap out of existence. It's not so, like the gauntlet was specifically engineered for that one purpose. It's not my turn for what ifs, but going off kind of what you're saying then too. So the stones were not destroyed when they brought them back. Sorry, this is me just kind of thinking out loud. If mm-hmm. Captain didn't return it yet, what if like Hulk sacrificed himself by doing another snap? And because do you think Romanoff couldn't come back because he already made one wish? Like, is it a one he, wish? He said it in the movie. He said, I tried so hard to get her back. When he initially did the snap, he included that in his thoughts, and he but said, "I tried a, so a hard." But is it a one wish thing that like? No, that I don't know if it's a. It's actually explained. No, no, it's actually explained in the movie. He says it's a one-time uh, thing. There, you cannot reverse it. Right. Um, wow. The Red Skull actually says this yep. is irreversible. Right. Yeah, soul for a soul. Yeah. Right, and that's what um, Clint says. But Bruce still was like, I don't care. I'm going to try. Well, yeah. So he's speaking truth, but let me dream, okay? There right, was actually right. <laughs> initially in the um, Black Widow movie, there was going to be an end credit scene where she actually came back. But they oh, opted to dangerous. not go with that. That would have undone everything. That, that would have undone stupid. everything. That would have been so, so stupid. She shouldn't have died. Someone else should have. That's all I'm saying. And moving on. What if they were able to use the uh, stone, one of the stones to save Vision? Mm. how would that have played out if they didn't bring that one back in time i'm sorry i like you ron 
I like you a lot. <laughs> Ethan loves vision. But I'm would sorry, that technically I was laughing be... at the collective hmm that everybody <laughs> had with your question. It was good. But that would be like Asta Luego to uh, WandaVision, right? Like that wouldn't happen because she's not psychotic and depressed. Oh, right. But it's still possible. So Ethan, <laughs> well, I'm saying that because it would break Ethan's heart because he loves WandaVision. That's the reason why. Yeah. I just hate that I keep having to watch him die. Like yeah. if you're going to kill him, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> Don't watch the what if then, okay? That's all. <laughs> yeah, don't watch Loki either. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like the white vision from WandaVision is eventually going to be like, hopefully, the vision. Yeah. At least the way that the way it played out on WandaVision, um, it, it seemed like that's how they were going to bring him back. Because mm-hmm. I mean, they transferred basically the memories or, over to yeah. the other one. So even though it's not the same vision, it still has the memories of the original. It might have enough of them to make yeah. a difference. Yeah. And yeah. also, when they were having their battle, I think White Vision was learning not only yeah. his memories, but how he thinks. That's right. good. Yeah. So. I'm trying and to like, think like what stone the or end combination of... of stones would bring Vision back, though, too. At well, the, the end, Soul Stone, right? The Soul Stone, no, for no. sure. Um, but, but the mind stone was in his he, head. Yeah, he yeah. had the mind stone. Right. But I'm saying being used to bring him back, the soul right. stone for his individuality, as well as the right. mind stone, maybe the time stone. But as far as um, at the end of WandaVision, she was like doing all kinds of research, whatever, assumingly to find a way to like bring her family back to life that mm-hmm. doesn't really exist anymore. That would assumingly be vision as well, not just her two sons. Hmm. so you know there might be a way in the future that would be pretty cool we could just look at contracts and see who's resigned and we'll find out (laughs) (laughs) it's a cheat it's like an anime it's like don't read the mangas don't do it it's it's like going on imdb before they announce anything but they still have people officially signed up for the movie (laughs) yes that's horrible or like when your a new series comes out on netflix and all the memes start happening and you're like this is so spoiler stop <laughs> that was my family with squid games they started a yes. family group chat and started saying it. i'm like bro chill. Like, i'm muted so I'm quick as caught up yeah i will say i finished that in two days that's all i'm it saying it was great it was fantastic it was very good I got a weird card at my door too, so I don't know if I'm gonna. Like <laughs> don't do it, John. Don't do it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Since Wyatt always t- takes, you know, the uh, lust to go against the grain and shake things up, it's gonna be who, my me? turn this uh-uh. time. Yes, in costume, <laughs> folks. Let's for those go. who cannot see what's happening at Zoom, which is Stadium, everyone, it's Saudi. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. That's she is okay. fully dressed up in Black Widow garb. She looks fantastic. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> ironically enough, we actually have, uh, or somebody with did have at one point, um, America's ass. I got to tell you, <laughs> that is probably <laughs> one of the funniest things I've ever seen in a movie because, I mean, it was just so self-aware. Mm. I really enjoyed it. Um, and actually, it's one of my, uh, um, you know, uh, trivia, because believe it or not, that to be included in the movie was very controversial. So now let's take that same scene and make it Black Widow. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. 
I'm for it. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so what what would the line be? Romanov, right. I forgot that Probably suit did America's. everything for your ass. <laughs> yeah. We would gotta stop been, being would, sensitive. That's hilarious. I love it. Would have been it would have been as accepted or it would have been, you know, contra- obviously I, controversial. I think it would have been be, out and out controversial. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. I think the Russo brothers would have been called out on that one. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because it's a group of men making this conversation. It probably would not have gone over as if well. It was a, if it was a female writer and it could somehow be communicated to the audience that that was a female writer that wrote that line, it might be a little better. But yeah, no. <laughs> or we could just all realize as a society that that's hilarious and just not be offended. <laughs> right. But that. I think the line, I don't know how the line would work. Like I get, I get the what yeah. if and I get where you're going. But like the funny part of the line is that it's America's ass and mm-hmm. he's Captain exactly. America. So like, right. that's it would have to be like something's ass. ass. Like it what? would be have to be it would the have Avengers to be another, ass. Like I don't know. It would have when to she be, like when she beats up one of the Black Widows or something like that, and like they're knocked on the floor, she'd be like, "Is that what my butt looks like in those things?" I mean, like something right. like it could. I don't know. Right, right. It, she would have. It's to, like when Natasha Hermione goes, "Is that what the back of my hair looks like when she yeah. time travels?" Like- <laughs> Natasha would have had to been in the New York scene, and her making the comment about yeah. it is the only yes. way it could have really worked. Oh, dude, that's yeah. good. Anyone that's else good. making the comment would come off chauvinistic right. for sure. That's part or, of what made like, it work for yeah. Captain America because I think. uh ant-man's the one who said it originally yeah. but then when he said it about himself looking at himself it was like yeah it, it kind of breaks down that wall of objectification when you're saying it right. about your own body so, and like yeah. scott is a very comedic character and he's that's like that's America. america's ass <laughs> like the salute. way he just the inflection and then so good for, the only for, other um, way i could see Steve it going it, yeah. is if uh if banner was there and and tony would be like see bruce you see we've been missing for two years Wow. Uh, <laughs> really you don't think you don't think tony would say that oh tony yeah absolutely I'm just uh, oh listen the, i'm agreeing but i'm saying that's the only other way i could hear it coming yeah they Free did a really great pods, job yes. they did a really great job of uh towing the line with the adult humor in this movie it was there were i don't think from my rewatch there were any moments that were cringy so they did great with that yeah, I did enjoy Scott Lang's humor. Um, that that one scene where he's talking about Bormir, and they're talking about how dark it is and the soul stone and all. And, and death. All of a sudden, he goes, "Not it." Not it. Not it. <laughs> <laughs> and how are all these planets poised with oxygen to support human life? It's just a stroke of science just pure fiction. Luck, right? Science doesn't make sense. Oh, okay, yep, I got science you. fiction. <laughs> true, true. But if you think about it, though. The same building blocks that support life here, if there were life on other planets, would have to be present. Yeah. That's fair. That is fair. Well, Bormir did have water. It did. Yeah. Take that, the moon. <laughs> <laughs> you could delete that. That was the stupidest. No, thing that's staying That's staying. Yeah. Forever. Are you done, Sadi? That, that, yeah, that was a great question, Sadi. That was great. Uh, mine are kind of boring, but what if Captain Marvel did not find Tony? Yeah, I was reading about that, and the explanation was apparently like Rocket had a tracking beacon on the ship so he wouldn't lose it because he cares about it so much. So that's how she was able to find it. I no, guess it's actually one but... of my one of my uh 
behind the scenes too. Same then one. The movie yeah. would not have happened My... because Hulk with his big fingers couldn't get Scott back. My immediate thought. You're when being I asked very that question, hulky. <laughs> Stop it was being like, so hulky. would it would it really affect the time travel? aspect of tony was not there and i was like oh of course it would and there would be no plot to the movie because tony wouldn't fight. but then, he's the one that discovers what yeah, to but do rocket is like you know hey you're only a genius here on earth and so like if tony's well, just only, because like, he can, just because tony can make the shape of it and like figure out certain yeah. mechanics doesn't mean he can actually build the whole thing part yeah. by part no. so i think i think the two of them like i don't think it would have worked without the two of them together right right yeah like at a certain point, Rocket doesn't need to be told what to do, but like he, he needed to he, he needed to walk so Rocket could run in that for that purpose in my mm. mind kind of thing. Yeah, no, that's good. In my Agreed. mind. Um, and then I said, what if that rat didn't accidentally step on that keypad in Scott Lang's vehicle uh, to bring him back? Yeah, that's that the real, lower. The that's MVP. the other. That's thirteen million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Yeah. yeah yeah that had um, to happen the rat had to be like step i was yeah i was reading again and it said the roosters and the screenwriters joke that the fate of the world really came down to the rat letting scott yeah, out of yeah. the quantum realm. somebody knight that rat as an honorary event <laughs> there was you actual step, meme. you step on that keyboard you give that <laughs> rat a piece of pizza right now there's an actual meme that has ethan's wallpaper with the a and it has the rat in front of it <laughs> <laughs> like R A T so the Avengers A. You oh, see the rat great. with an infinity gauntlet on its little hand. Oh <laughs> my goodness. They wouldn't have been able to do it because none of them knew about the quantum realm. No one alive. Right. Knew about there was the nobody quantum left realm. from the unless one of the three wombats was still alive and could like hey, like Luis, hey, there's this thing called the quantum realm. And and then they would have just been like, Who are you? And what are you talking about? No, 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 keep going, keep going. Yeah, like please. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's one of the best Scott. lines. I was man, Scott. That's one of the best lines from Scott. He says Back to the future is a whole bunch of bull. Yeah, yeah. It's like I my really nephew wanted to MJ. Go to a wine tasting with my cousin Ignacio. Hot tub time it, machine. But then everyone snapped out <laughs> like of existence. And then I remembered. <laughs> yes. Well, then Rody repeats it. He's like, "Hot tub time machine." Like right. you know, like wow. Right. Uh, my Ted. last one. Um, <laughs> what if for time travel? And I know the immediate backlash for this because okay, I'm gonna say it first, and I'll let you see. I'm gonna see what you say. Uh, but what if they took the time travel and they went back to Asgard in Ragnarok and they took the Infinity Gauntlet that looked like it was there inside the hall of like oh, his treasures? You know one. what I'm saying? The collector, yeah. the fake one. Yeah. Well, she says fake. So I know it's yeah. like the immediate backlash, <laughs> but like why? Why would she have that in there? That's what I'm saying. And like they knew about it. Like it's in there. And wasn't it like the elves like of like it was supposed were... it's it's it was odin's um weapons vault so he, you know he's the protector of the nine realms yeah but that yeah. that glow oh, they was also called it the weapons the... vault in the first it, movie is it the dwarves that they're protecting is it dwarves right like they sort um, of protect that yeah they were giant dwarves but i think so you know odin had a few things in there that were fake so some of it's like a facade like oh like some people know that Thanos is going after Infinity Stones, but not to worry. At least he doesn't have his gauntlet. Thanos has it, so or not Thanos. Uh, Odin has it, so we're safe. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a facade. It's a mm -hmm. it's to make people feel a lot better about their safety than they should. <laughs> so in that case, do you think 
uh, Thanos knew that they had uh, the Tesseract or did he think that they had all of them in the Infinity Gauntlet, which is why he was going after Asgard in the first mm. place? I think that he Ooh. knew they had at least that one because yeah. um, he he knows that Loki screwed him over and then he yeah. knows that, I'm assuming he somehow knows that Loki was in prison there. I, I don't know how, I was wondering how he knew where it was um and it's like was he on his way to asgard and then he just randomly found them does he have like a compass and like the ship is right there if so thanos Thanos was conveniently close by at the end of ragnarok (laughs) it seems like thanos's ability to find infinity stones are very convenient for the plot um you know how long was how long was the power stone on um xandar when they had no fleet when their eighty thousand people have been dead for four or five years before he goes after the stone like uh, yeah uh, they they have no military at this point you couldn't just walk in with your least competent person and take it at that point like what well you just now are discovering this it's it's big news that it's there i don't i, I don't understand why it puts an echo on my voice plot holes plot, plot, plot holes, plot, plot holes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh that's all i got nice. everyone needs plot one. holes man i know um so i have several but for sake of time i will choose my my top one which i think is is pretty interesting um so i guess it's, it's kind of twofold because it happens a couple times but what if thanos either didn't love gamora Ooh. or if Ooh. he truly didn't have a physical thing to sacrifice that he loved and Thank then you. likewise what if Hawkeye and uh, Black Widow weren't the mutual love, which I actually kind of had a hard time buying. Like, I feel like it almost had to have been Black Widow that died because I still think Hawkeye, even though his family was dead, he was so hung up on them and everything that he was doing was to just right but i think like in that reality since they're not there like she's the closest thing he has to family so that's kind of the answer right i i don't know the i there's got to be some more technicalities to just generally the thing you love the most because not not everything someone loves the most is something physical or tangible and maybe that's what that caveat is is that it's the thing you or the person that you physically love the most it's a soul um, for a soul because I right. thought about that it's, too. I was just yeah. like, yeah, I was like, how does that work? What if so, someone's favorite thing is a thing and not a person? Mm-hmm. What if you're a sociopath though and you don't love anybody but yourself and you yeah. kill yourself? Thanos would like have had to kill he, himself. Yeah. And you don't get the soul stone. That's simple. Yeah, yeah right, but what if yeah. he comes back? You that's lose. Kind of Good probably, day, that's so, so what I think Thanos that's what does made... is, he, is he finds somebody who does love something. And he sacrifices that person something. Actually, that's totally Thanos. <laughs> that's good, Andrew. That's, that's the good. absolutely thing that he would <laughs> like do. He was BRB like, "BRB, hold no, no, line, Red Especially Skull. when Gamora is laughing at him, the universe is laughing yeah. at you. Hold Thanos, my Thanos he comes over Peter to Earth Quill and throws him off the cliff. <laughs> he abducts Wyatt and Lola. <laughs> no, Lola, please. See, that's what I said last week. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm eating all of you off and that cliff Wyatt before I, I send her off. <laughs> Sorry, if Thanos killed my dog, I would go John Wick on him so hard. Yeah, legit. <laughs> Zoe. I think that's why they did that way because uh, they wanted Thanos. They wanted to humanize him, so he he wasn't. <clears throat> supposedly all bad he was 
actually in his mind trying to do something good. Yeah. So um, instead of doubling the resources of the universe or quadrupling it, he decides, well, I've been murdering people planet <laughs> by planet half been... by half. Wow. Let me just continue on this. Yeah. Dang, Andrew, coming in with the facts. I, no, yeah, I, agree with, I agree with. I agree with Ron. It, Go ahead. Look, look at the look at because remember that even in the comic books, he loved his daughters. Yeah. So the the love that he had for Gamora, and and you saw that a lot in you know in 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 the behind the scenes where you know gets her as a little girl and talks about you know how he he adopted her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm using air quotes right. adopted her after murdering Wait, that's her how whole you planet. Do it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't try it. Um, <laughs> but you know, it, it, it shows that yes, even though you could be you know this per you know this person that wants to literally destroy half the population in the in, in the universe, yeah. um, he does have a soft spot for, for somebody. Uh, mm-hmm. the relationship with Nat and Hawkeye putting that relationship aside who else in the avengers would have that type of relationship nobody yeah they would be the that's only why ones. they had to be the ones conveniently that were be. there to collect the soul stone they had to I be feel like nebula like got to know each one of them and they're like yeah it's got it's got to be them i'm yeah. going to keep my and, mouth shut but it's got to be them yeah and the writers talked about it potentially being cap and they didn't say what the pairing was but ultimately they were like yeah no this doesn't make sense they were like this what Bucky it wasn't there and he's still healing his relationship with right. Tony. So. and he's just yeah right but the i thing mean is if you look at if you look at you know hawkeye and, and Nat's relationship they had a relationship that was bond in war yeah that's which is good huge yeah uh, you build bonds like that uh when you're in the in military service where you have this one person that you literally trust with your life. Right. And if you see them, their relationship is completely platonic. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just a true love friendship. And, I, you know, mm-hmm. I have a, a best friend and him and I are as close and there's nothing more but pure love. That's awesome. Um, but we are not, obviously, we're not together as a you know couple mm-hmm. or anything like that. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just a normal relationship that you just love each other. Um, well, and, and even going, going off what you said that too, it does fit the description perfectly as a soldier. I mean, you were a soldier, correct? Up front, listen to the podcast and everything. So thank yeah. you for your service, yeah. first and foremost. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but also them both being willing to do the ultimate sacrifice, that mm-hmm. does fit it a lot better. That makes right, sense. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I guess in my head, I have very few things in the plot of this movie. Obviously, anytime you deal with, time travel it gets really convoluted and complicated mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um i th- that was one of the few things that stuck out to me as like they they spent so much time setting up how devastated hawkeye was by his family and so i guess the whole time i was just thinking like he's so hung up and like he cannot get past this mm-hmm. to the, the his own detriment he cannot get past the loss of his family and he's literally yeah. doing everything he can. He's he's in the denial phase, you know. Right. He, he hasn't yeah. even yeah. So like, I don't know that that was the one thing that I was like, I don't, I just don't. That's kind of why it had to be her because her yeah. character arc, in a sense, was complete. Whereas his before the snap may have been complete, but now that he's in this place, it's not complete. He's got to go another round. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna challenge so. that. I'm gonna challenge that in, in a simple fact. <laughs> yes, yes. In a simple fact, this this. 
you got to realize in the five-year period, Hawkeye lost all hope, which if you remember the exchange that they had in Tokyo, uh, he says, no, don't give me hope. Don't give me hope. Yep. And she says, I'm sorry, I should, I, you know, I try to bring it to you sooner. If you look at the situation that he's in, in five years, look at all the people that he killed. And if I put myself in his shoes, I'm going to go and kill all the bad guys that didn't deserve to live. Yep. Mm. All yep. these people that didn't deserve to live because when he snapped, they should have been gone. Mm-hmm. Only good people should have stayed behind. Mm-hmm. And now you have a situation where you have a person that for the last five years has been killing, yes, bad guys, but apparently mm-hmm. in a horrible way, because Rhodey talks about that. Yep. In a horrible way. Now you have the guilt of killing all those people, regardless of circumstance. And now you have to live with that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So now you have a person that is like, yeah, I have a chance of bringing my family back, but look at all the horrible things I did in their name. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So it was his I way should be the to one make jumping. sense. Yeah, right, right. No, it I was his way to make sense why of what happened. That, and yeah. I wouldn't have said, I'm not going to say that it wouldn't have been a quote unquote right choice, but his character arc still wouldn't have been complete, in my opinion. His, it would have maybe been a good, you know, choice and a good sacrifice to like make amends. And I totally agree with what you're saying, but she was at a different place character-wise. Hers could be construed as a completed character arc. His maybe before the snap could have been completed, but not now. I get it. I just think they have way more story they can have with her. I mean, she could be mm-hmm. like the new up-and-coming director. And then even like when, you know, Samuel Jackson, when he comes back, I mean, then like if they really want to like rebuild a new organization or, mm-hmm. you know, she could be like the new recruit. There's so much more. I don't know. I, I just don't think he adds a lot to the story, in my opinion. I'm going to have a lot of booze for that, but it's okay. What is interesting, I don't, I know we're harping on mine a long time, but it's interesting how long they've been teasing Hawkeye's death. Like how many movies has it, has it (laughs) been the buildup that like Hawkeye is going to be the one that dies? Um, At least three, you know, Uh, definitely in Age of Ultron in this movie uh, are the most prominent, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. It's almost like because you expect him to be the one, they're just like, nope. He's not going to be the one. He, he was the red herring the whole time. Yeah. Well, interestingly, in Endgame, he actually got to deal a little bit with the pin particles. So now some people are speculating that he's going to, because in the comic books, he became Giant Man for a while and put Hawkeye away. And so oh. some people are speculating that now that we're going to have a new Hawkeye on the scene, so to speak, that they may move him into that role which i think would be interesting that i didn't know about from a comic book perspective i'm always interested to see how much they're gonna pull from comic book inspiration so that's really cool to know um unless anyone has something else to say about that what if i have another thing it's not really a what if it's more of like a comment but uh since we know about the events of loki and the tva and um the observable uh, sacred timeline. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering how many of, and I guess this is more of an infinity war comment, <laughs> but I'm wondering how many of Dr. Strange's peering through time scenarios got they pruned, <laughs> got down by the TVA, you know, and where it eventually just got to the TVA. That was the only one they would allow him to do. Yeah. So, so how much did, how many times did he who remains be like, 
nah, I don't like that idea. Let me throw that away. Nah, I don't like that. Yeah. This he's is like, he's writing the, the script one. at the he's Citadel the... at the end of time. <laughs> right. No, as we were like sitting here and talking about Loki and some of the other shows, I, I was looking at my what ifs and I was like, oh, these all suck. Um, and then I kind of had the same thought that Ethan just did. And I wrote this down. So thank you, Ethan, for being on the same brain wavelength as always. Nice. Um, I said, what if the TVA showed up right as the team was going to the quantum realm and was like, ha ha ha. No, <laughs> we're, we're not doing this. <laughs> Shut it down. That'd be really awkward. I think they'd murder them. I well, think, interesting they because they had the power I think the Avengers would murder the TVA was John's take. Yeah, I think they okay, would. Okay, I just wanted to get clarity on that. I think Rocket would murder the TVA and maybe Nebula <laughs> and maybe Hawkeye. Yeah. But other well, than that. I was going to say, Hawkeye know. wants his family and then, what do you want to call him? Just the three people you just listed, they all have family they've lost. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm saying like that, I would do anything personally. I mean, I can't imagine losing them all, but like if someone's going to try to get in the way of that, I really, morality's out the window. I mean, Hawkeye's an example of that. I mean, it's just kind of like, you got to do what you got to do. I could see Hulk uh-huh. just grabbing them by the feet and just going. They address that in Loki when, when Loki mentions, well, the Avengers traveled in time and they were like, oh yeah, but that was approved. It was approved. Oh, I oh forgot about that. Wow. Well, that, that I need a rewatch of Loki but before they, they, our podcast, they, apparently. Yeah. They, uh, they kind of just glossed over it. Like, no, they said what the Avengers did was supposed to happen, I think is the way they phrased it. Yeah. yeah. So the That's things awesome. that they correct is, is only things that creates the uh, time the branches. Nexus, nexus, yeah, the nexus, nexus events. events right. Nexus events that breach the sacred timeline. The forks. So the events the of timeline. Endgame were yes. in alignment with that. And it's so. interesting because, like, the ancient one kind of, I know she's not the same as the TVA, but it feels she talks about it very related, especially with the branch, re- the branch reality, as she called it. Right. Mm-hmm. And how uh, that was a good smart. Yes. Thank you, Thank very, you very much. <laughs> High praise from you. And how smart Hulk was like, no, what if we just put it back? It's and, fine. It itself, yeah. and she was just like, OK. Um, so, yeah, that just. Um, I don't know. It just doesn't sit with me that they'd be like, oh, yeah, approved. There was no formal I, process. I, or I like the Loki show, but like the whole idea of one sacred timeline this whole time is kind of like it, it. Well, I mean, that's what kind of was the end. Spoiler alert. That I, like, I understand. Just kidding. That. This is all bullshit. <laughs> We've been lying the whole time. It's just. It's well, like when was, you there grow was a lot up of and things. you start to question religion, you're like, wait, not all of this is real? Like, <laughs> you have to just believe? Oh, okay. There, there's always a that? few things oh, like- with, with time travel, like, like Ethan said, that kind of gets hairy, especially when you watch different time travel things. They all have their different ways of doing it. And the one you see the most is like, wait, isn't this how it's supposed to be? Oh, no, maybe it's supposed to be this one. But no one really knows because ain't nobody done it before. So no matter who on here says, yeah, like I I have I I had a friend in high school was like, well, I know how time travel is supposed to work. And the way they did in that movie was not how it's supposed to work. And I was just like, okay, Okay. because you've done this before. It's all theoretical. You realize that he's like, well, I've read all this. I'm like, you've read theoretical physics. Congratulations. So have I. (laughs) So it's just like, and so all it matters is if you're gonna travel, if you're gonna do time travel, you have to do it in style. Mm. All it matters. And a TARDIS, I mean a DeLorean. DeLorean. A TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> what 
was that your one or were you going to do another one Alyssa? okay um, i had a long list but that's the best one <laughs> one and done so i've got a quick one and then kind of a, not a long one but a less quick one well what if captain marvel did the snap mm. as opposed mm. to tony i think because her powers came from an infinity stone and because she can literally go through giant spaceships without being phased by it, I think she could have survived it probably better than all of them. Personal opinion. What's the movie answer for that? Was she knocked unconscious or what? She was halfway across. I don't the know. I don't know yeah. why someone, I don't know why Captain Both. just grabbed the, grabbed the gauntlet and be like, yo, Captain Marvel and like bat it over with the hammer. Also like the fact that I'm sorry, I'm getting off on a tangent, but also but, like the fact that Thanos like sees him have the stones and he just, sits there with his jaw on the floor and doesn't like scramble to do anything. And he just kind of like accepts that it's his fate and just sits there. I'm like, upon rewatching the ending three times in the last two days, I'm like, <laughs> this just doesn't like you're, you're doing all of this. Don't and ruin this for fighting me. against the ax and all of these physical. <laughs> and now physical you're going to be lazy. Movements, and now you're just like, man, I guess I'll sit what here. What are you having an I'm asthma dead. attack right I'm now? Dust. Now you've oh, expended well. your energy. Oh, well, I guess I'll But die. you know what though? I'm going to support that because he does talk a lot about fate mm -hmm. throughout the whole thing. So maybe that's one of the situations where he goes yeah. and he just accepts it. Yeah, maybe he realized he that he has to literally try. Yeah, he has to go through it. Try every single thing, and when he was literally losing against Captain Marvel, he's like, "Rain fire!" Well, so he fire, he saw his troops. end like, already in Nebula's in Nebula's head, so he already saw his ending, and he's smart enough, assumingly, since he knows how to use the time stone on the first go. So he clearly understands time travel on some level. So he probably got that. Oh. I messed with time and now time is messing back. That's kind of my. He does my say opinion. fate fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When he says his head. Um, no, that's good. Sorry. He lost that's his head good. over the situation. So that was my, that was my quick one. And my other one is. Um, so they were trying to get the, um, during the last final battle, they were trying to get the gauntlet through the quantum realm portal in the minivan. <laughs> Where were they going to go? And what, what would that have looked like if they succeeded in doing that? Instead, they blew up the minivan, which if I ever get a minivan, I wanted to have that horn. Weren't they, but weren't they taking the stones back to where they're supposed yeah, to be? So yeah, so they would have taken it to probably to New York first to get rid of most of them and then gone to New Asgard. And then... Yeah, because at that but point, then, they have Thanos, Asgard, then they wouldn't have snapped Thanos and, and his army away. But oh, even if they didn't, they already brought everybody back, which was the the get it in goal. Yes, <laughs> but they brought everybody back. <laughs> <laughs> they already brought everybody back, and so at that point, with all of Earth's army, Thanos didn't say. But that is a good question, Andrew, because then you still have to deal with the whole battle that's going on, and all of the stones are gone. So, are you just relying on Captain Marvel to clean up your mess while you peace out? Yeah, so like, is whoever's <laughs> taking it through, are they actually going to go back real quick? Or are they just going to stop off at a safe point and just like, all right, snap <laughs> and have it carry over to there? What's that going to look like? I don't think you would have done the snap. I think they would have returned they it. would have been able to snap the stones back to where they got them from. No, no, not the stones, like snap Thanos away. He's he's saying when he's place. in the quantum realm, like going to a different time and then doing the snap for in the future, like mm -hmm. wiping out the armies at that time. Yeah, like, you know what, what I mean? like what does that look like? Do they just take it all back? Do they actually do the snap? Does the snap not work? What, I just want to know everyone's quick thought on it. 
I don't think they would do the snap. I think at that point, the only time Thanos is really successful, like from the very beginning, like the end of Thor Ragnarok, he already had stones. You know what I mean? He already had so a like, stone, yeah. Yeah, so everybody, all of Earth's armies, like he's going to be wiped out. I mean, in my opinion, but. But I mean, you even see him go up against Thor, Cap, and um, what's his face, and what almost kills him. Well, to be and fair, they were trying to no kill stones. They were trying to get the glove at that moment. And you see Thanos like headbutt Cap, Captain mm-hmm. Mar- uh, uh, Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. And you and see her just nothing. like, and it does nothing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay. That was great. And Scarlet Witch, I mean, she almost like ripped him apart like right away. Yeah. She would have had him. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Captain Marvel or her yep. would have had him. Yep, 100%. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, kind of what Andrew said in the Infinity War podcast is it's, um, um, it's the um, Superman complex, you know. Just because you're the biggest guy out there doesn't mean you're the you're the most powerful. Thanos yeah. is a fighter. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. trained to fight. That's why he can take on three soups at the same time and barely break a sweat. That's why yeah. he could beat Hulk in a hand hand combat when they're basically the same strength, give or take. He's one is not right. overly stronger than the other. Right. Which I have a problem with that, but that's not this movie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> true, true, true. The angrier Hulk gets, the more powerful he gets. His power, literally, even in the comics, he is mm-hmm. absolutely like there's no limit. The more angry he gets, the more powerful From the he comics. Gets. You said yeah, you I said know. I know. Come on. <laughs> that, that's the, just the a- thing. I, I'm fine with taking liberties if if mm-hmm. they want to if they want to make the rules exactly the same as the comics, great. But if they take liberties, I'm all on board. The thing that gets me, and I mention this all the time on my podcast, if you set a precedent in your own film mm. universe, if you wrote something into the story, yes. you have to stick to that. If you, Consistency. If you, if you break your, the rules that you set in your own movie, that's when it tarnishes. So It's like, what does so anything good. mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to me, they never set that comic book precedent of his anger escalates you know with no upper limit um so i don't know it didn't and Thor me did name. take him down in, in ragnarok yeah yeah, yeah he, he is he is stronger at least up until this point he's stronger than than hulk so we we mentioned in ragnarok the only issue i have and kind of i mean i totally agree with what ethan's saying but like have you, has anybody ever here seen the flash the the one that's on yeah so the yep. show yeah he's had his powers for like years at like one point um later on the seasons and he's like a trained professional but it's like every bad guy who like taps in the speed force is immediately faster immediately better (laughs) it makes no sense it's true that's true it's like an iron man the first iron man when like the bad guy has his suit for four seconds yes meanwhile robert downey jr the genius is bouncing all over the place for you know several weeks and i'm like come on guys yeah I get we have to have a plot, but like kind of like Ethan, what he's kind of saying or what I took from it is like once they set a premise as far as like someone's like power, that like they downplay Thor, they they downplay the Hulk and Ragnarok. They they downplay, they downplay Doctor yeah. Strange and even Captain Marvel and even Scarlet Witch. It seems like their powers are sometimes it's like only good when the plot needs them to be. Yeah, no, right. it's good. All righty, so time to take us into our next category of best and worst. So there were um, there was a lot I liked about this movie, um, well, a lot, but we don't have quite time for all that. So I'll just get into a few things. I know we already discussed it at length, so I'll just list it. The Black Widow versus Hawkeye um, for, for the sacrifice play. That was a really good emotional scene. Um, 
everything when they were trying to figure out time travel. Um, I, one of my favorite lines in the whole movie is Bruce Banner going, he'll grow when it's, when it's baby Scott. <laughs> That's like my margin for error for math. It could be like way off. I'm like, but it's close enough. <laughs> like, so, so it was that. Um, and Uncle Ron nailed it on the head earlier with the everything special came out of a bottle and uh, you're not the one to make the yeah. sacrifice play. And they fulfill those arcs. Um, that was that was beautiful poetry. Um, the pace um, and the feeling overall of the movie I liked um pretty much every single scene i just liked how it felt and how it flowed um i liked their different uh team ups where the you get to see different characters in the different scenes together um you get to see uh nebula and tony you know hitting it off you get to see nebula and um Rhodey being like we weren't always you know more machine than man if you will um and then uh wasp being like you got it cap after giving Scott crap for calling him Cap and Ant-Man and the Wasp. So, and then of course, America's ass, um, always, uh, always great. Um, what I liked. Just had to um, bring that back. <laughs> I, will, I will always bring it back. Um, <laughs> Full circle. By the way, he thinks he looks like Cap and I agree. <laughs> so you're talking about yourself. <laughs> well, no, I, I wasn't, but I mean, okay. No, thanks. I know. He's uh, saying, I, cause your zoom name is America's ass. It is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, I was telling them um, before we all logged on a couple of weeks after Infinity War came out, there were quote unquote possible set photos that were leaked for oh, wow. Endgame, but no one knew if it was just like edited, like somebody at home on their computer editing it, <laughs> but I kept it and I looked them up today and I'm glad I did because they were in fact, it was, I'm telling you, it was like two weeks after and it was Tony in his um, shield outfit and cap in the the battle of new york so oh, that's robert that's, downey jr in the helmet <laughs> yes so help somebody, oh, we, need, we need some help over here <laughs> it's clearly oh, him with the same Bye. voice but so what was funny. cool was that's when all the theories started flying to like if this is true then this means it's going to be time travel instead of them just going to get the stones so i when, when this movie came out i'm like oh my pictures that i kept all this time were right so it was <laughs> it was just a nice feeling that's Send awesome. them to me, so I'll share them on Instagram. I got them. That's awesome. Um, and, and it's really, really, really hard uh, when it comes to this movie. Um, I probably speak for half of us. This movie is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really hard um, I know to I like find you. your favorite por- uh, parts of it. And then uh, later on, our worst. Uh, it was That was probably the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, on your left. Oh, yes. come on. That melted me. Oh, good. <laughs> so good. Um, probably because, again, Captain America Winter Soldier is my favorite out of all the Marvel movies. Um, that on your left, um, when we used to do PT in the morning, so we were running by another group, we would usually would say that a lot. Um, it just struck a chord with me when I f- heard it. it the little incredible. kids on their way to school in the morning morning say it to me on their little bikes. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm walking two miles an hour, guys. I'm sorry. Um, And another one that I'm pretty sure I have from uh, one of you guys is when Cap picks up that hammer. I about lost it. 
The audience uh, went nuts. I remember. When I saw oh it. my god! I remember seeing I, it in theaters and everyone losing their minds. There's I whole have, YouTube compilations on that reaction. There's video. YouTube, yep, YouTube compilations. I was about to say that. It's, it's like just, when Yoda oh. pulled out his lightsaber in Episode Two for the first yes. time. Yes, it was like the same energy. <laughs> <laughs> that was supposed to be him. But that was a sneeze. Sounded like a duck. Now I'm going to take it to the emotional side of things um, a little bit more. Um, so. A great, great badass moment was when Thor stands up in front of uh, Captain Marvel and Carol. Carol stood her ground and just looked straight up. He calls uh, Stormbreaker and she doesn't I even flinch. Mm-hmm. And, and her hair he goes, was so great. Yeah, and he goes, I like this one. I like this one. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, the behind the scenes, he had huge issues with her, like in the cast. He's like not a fan. I'm like, that was oh, really? hard for him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, him and like one of the others don't really care for. I don't Brody. know if that was just the first time they met or the first mm-hmm. like time they did anything, but I, I don't know if that's still the same, but it was a really great scene. Boom. Yeah. I love that scene. Yeah, me too. Um, that's awesome. I'm going to go to the touchy-feely portions of it. Um, Scott, when he gets to the house and sees his daughter mm. um as a parent that melted me yeah and all he could say is you're so big <laughs> she looked way bigger uh, than five years old yeah. <laughs> well i don't know my my oldest daughter did a stretch in, in those years too so yeah okay. I, I can believe that so maybe it's because i never had a growth spurt that i don't know what those look like but uh... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, sure you might have a kid and the kid will be taller than you. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I went from then, five, six um, to six, one in one summer. Must be nice. Oh, that's, oh, that's nice. <laughs> Your poor parents feeding you all of yeah. that food. <laughs> uh, uh, Thor, when he goes back and has the conversation with his mom, getting counseling from mm. her. And then mm. he calls on the hammer. That's beautiful. And, and it was, was a great worthy. scene. Oh, yeah. And she, and, and, and she says to him, he's like, sometimes it takes a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and then she's like, and eat a salad, son. Eat a salad. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. I was like, that is such a mom thing to say. I I I forgot how much I missed Freya, to be quite honest. Yeah. And they did a good job because at the end, when Cap goes back with the stones, I was like, why does he have um, Mjolnir? And I was like, oh, he has to put it back. Same as the stones. Got it. Um, And then finally, one that's. Um, struck a chord with me um, again personally was when Cap took over Sam's job counseling the people that mm. were left behind mm-hmm. um, I think they were like an American Legion post or something it looked like, uh, it, was that's what it, looked like. it looked like it was next to City Field in New York the Mets field yeah but, yeah. but I mean it, fe- it felt like almost like one of the old mm-hmm. American Legion posts or yep. BFW yeah. posts mm-hmm. um, that scene again it just struck another chord with me because personally because um, I have done that for soldiers as well. And as a matter of fact, I just did a retreat myself. And that was one of the things oh, that we was did. That what we that went was. in the circle. Oh. That's what that was. We were in the circle oh, and nice. we talk about our experiences and that and that that has matter. to be emotional. It's super emotional. And I yeah. thought that that was really great. Um, That's a nice parallel you brought up. I like that. It is nice. I just loved it. Sure. It was every time they do things like that, they're so conscious mm-hmm. about how they shoot it i mean it's 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 so well done mm-hmm. um, it plays homage really really well and again beautifully done and for me it was also on your left was oh yeah absolute favorite <laughs> moment of the movie um and uh but there's there was a lot of you know in a movie like that there's a lot of great moments 
Mm-hmm. Uh, another one I, I kind of enjoyed was uh, when Hulk was back in the Battle of New York and you know, <laughs> I already know what you're going to say. I'm like sorry. Half hearted, kind of just shoves the car. Uh, yeah. like, you know, like a teenager that's like, yes. all mopey, you know. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. And I really liked when uh, when Tony looked at Rocket, Rocket and said, I thought you were a Build a Bear until right now. <laughs> <laughs> Rocket said something that, that cracked me up. That was a great moment. Uh, the fight scenes were great. Um, and I, I enjoyed when uh, Peter Parker sees Tony on the battlefield. Love it. It's going into one of his little stories and Tony just hugs him. Um, that was another. That was nice. another great yeah. Movie. He's like, this is nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause the last time he thought he was hugging this him, is he nice. was letting him out of the car. So. <laughs> oh, right. Right. <laughs> so, so those were, those were some of the, some of the great moments, you know, for me. And they were mostly just small things mm. um, because because overall, uh, this this movie was really well done. Um, there were very few potholes. I mean, potholes, plot holes. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike New York itself. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Very few plot holes. Um, this is not I-4. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Unlike my, uh, my dislike of Civil War with the dozens and dozens of plot holes you could drive trucks through. Right, um, right. <laughs> So, uh, so this one there, was, there wasn't a whole lot to complain about here, and uh, right, it was one thing after another that was just, oh wow, this is a good scene, or, or mm. oh wow, this was this was emotional, mm. um, or this was funny, and and they they had it all cycling through. Yeah, it's not like okay, this is the emotional part of the movie, and we're all gonna cry for forty five minutes. It was like you know, right. two minutes here and two minutes there, and. And then there's action and humor and all, and all that. And they interspersed it really well. Right. So, That's yeah. what made the moments that were tender so tender and the moments right. that were funny so funny was it all was mixed together very well. I agree. No, very, I agree. very I... well paced. Very well yes. paced. Very For well a movie done. that is that long. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Three hours <laughs> yep. and four minutes. Yeah. And yeah, none of it felt like it was like too, uh, in my opinion, it didn't feel too slow at really any point or too fast at any point. It was yeah, kind of nice. I agree. No, I, I agree with, with Ron about Thor being soft Thor when he's back in New York City, just kind of, oh, uh, not, but not being full, full blown. Oh, yep. Um, fat Thor was hilarious. <laughs> he's not fat, okay. <laughs> he's he's but I do go into costume. Not sure I'm going into costume. Yeah. For Halloween, because. yes. I'm just oh my saying, God. you should have gone to the conventions. In the conventions, uh, right after the movie came out, there they must have been like 50. Fat yeah. Thor's everywhere. They had Marvel Night hilarious. at a local baseball stadium, and there the were hammer, like Uncle ten Ron. dads dressed up like <laughs> Fat Fat Thor. Uh, I enjoyed Cap fighting himself in New York City as well. Yes, that was that was entertaining, and it was, was like, like smart. I know, I know. It was smart because he had the helmet, so you're like, this was way easier to have a stunt double, like yeah. or have a different person fighting mm-hmm. while Chris easier. Evans was in the shot. Guys, look um, at Ethan. And then, oh, nice! <laughs> Vince brought can't bringing the hammer down. Went to MegaCon this year. Oh, it's oh. Mew, Mew. Mew, Mew. Mew Mew. And I will say really quick, in the gag reel, there's a shot of Chris Evans with the helmet on, and he's like, "How did I make a whole movie wearing this thing? It's so uncomfortable because <laughs> he hasn't had to wear it in so long." It's the tights for me, though. I wouldn't. Oh, oh gosh. Anyway. Um... <laughs> I'd horrify um, people away from the screen. 
Tony meeting his dad. Mm, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that's what started like the emotions running for me. Um, you know, being someone who lost a parent very young, I definitely grasp it and definitely understand. Totally agree. Man. Um Tony hugging Peter in the final battle. Like Peter's mm. like, Oh, you were gone for a day, but to Tony it was five years. Yeah, what was yeah, the first yeah. thing he said when he came back on Earth? He's like, I lost the kid. Yeah. So he was so happy he didn't actually lose the kid anymore. Uh, that was that was good. Um, I, I enjoyed Star Lord getting kneed in the nuts. That was very satisfying. <laughs> oh, I first, I first you missed the second time you got them both. <laughs> yeah, so funny. It's funny though, because like he didn't deserve it that time. He didn't even do anything wrong or say anything bad. He just touched her face. Like we'll call Laura, that. I thought I lost for, you for messing up an infinity. Yeah, just yeah, general. He did karma. enough wrong in the last movie. Oh. For sure. Yeah, but he didn't know that's not the Gamora he knew. No, yeah. right, exactly. Or right. before they ever met. If he so. went to kiss her, maybe, but he just put his <laughs> hand on her face and she was like, Don't touch me. Well, the Hulk <laughs> almost had that same moment too that Peter Quill had, though, if Thanos was still strong, if he didn't use Infinity Stones again, because they had him pinned down. And then like when he's like on his planet and like just like in his retirement is what Roddy was saying. But like uh-huh. Hulk knocks him out of everybody's grip again, and he was kind of loose for again for a second. He didn't do anything, but I'm just right. saying, I was like, that could have been another moment. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, um, I'm agree with John what he brought up earlier in the podcast. It's maybe it's, this is just because we're men. It's harder to show emotion while watching a film, but I absolutely lose it at the end of this film every time. Yeah. Um, I especially like the scene where it's um. Tony's funeral and um, it's, it's, his, it's, it's his hologram and he says I love you 3000 he's looking right right at Morgan I'm like and then then it's, 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 the, it's the, the slow motion of everybody on the dock as they're going back like oh my gosh I can't hold it back any, any longer oh my god when, when um, John Favreau's character is talking to Morgan outside Oh, cheeseburger! And says, you, the "What do you want?" And she yeah. says, "Cheeseburger, I melted." Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god!" And he, and you can see the emotion in his face. Mm-hmm. He says, "I'll get you all the cheeseburgers you want." I was like, "Oh my god!" And not then, to bring uh, it again, but ending the like the you know Tony being going up. I mean, but the actual actor, those had to have been real tears to some point, to some degree. The actors like really knowing they're closing out like a genre. Oh like yeah, that's a really good point. Of- movie yeah. making yeah for sure yeah i think then, i read in behind the scenes i'm sorry and behind the scenes that it that did that did happen yeah when they were shooting the emotional scenes that they actually the whole set was crying yeah mm-hmm. oh, i mean it's like michael leaving the office not to go back to like that that's the same exact thing <laughs> that's a, that's I mean, a big like, part of your life isn't it <laughs> it is everybody was crying everybody was crying. those are real tears so i'm like man yeah. um and then like finally like i love the banter between cap and spider-man because they're both from new york and hmm. cap hey, goes queens. Hey, queens heads up yeah <laughs> that was that was that was great for me <laughs> there are so many phenomenal like one-liners in this um mm-hmm. one that really sticks out to me is when wanda encounters this thanos from a different existence that isn't aware of her <laughs> And he goes, I don't even know who you are. And she says, you will. I was just like, oh, it's and, then, and the know? meme and the meme that came from that is like, I don't even know where I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then all the memes that came. Yes. Um, 
so I, my biggest plus, and I think it, it kind of wraps up all of the great things you guys have been saying into it is I love, if you know anything about me, you know, like I love when a writer can subvert my expectations and not only do something I wasn't expecting, but something better than mm -hmm. I was expecting. I think I've seen a lot of film and I, I can see the foreshadowing coming and yeah. especially in the MCU, like even, even movies in the MCU that I absolutely love unabashedly, there's a certain formula, you know, like you can kind of see the writing on the wall. You can kind of see what's coming. The thing I love the most about this movie is that in the first 10 minutes, it took everything that I expected to happen in the entire breadth of this film and yeah. it killed Thanos. And I was like, where do we go from here? And so the right. whole rest of the movie, That's I was just so guessing. Good. And, um, and that also, I knew that there were going to be some growing pains and I'll get to that when we talk worse. Um, that's is really focused on, <laughs> on one thing that is kind of contradictory to something else that someone mentioned, uh -oh. but I'll, I'll get to that. Uh -oh. I don't, I don't need to talk about I'm it. I'm assuming now. it's me that I mentioned it. No, Pop it's not actually. Um, but okay. I think, you know, the idea that like specifically Tony, um, one of the things I love so much at the beginning was like when he's brought back to earth and he's just broken. And he has that mm -hmm. moment where he's talking back with Steve for the first time. And um, he just kind of like lets it out, you know? Um, that was like such a beautifully acted part. And um, totally agree. Mm -hmm. It gets me every time. Like, there's, there's no one, there's no better single casting to me than Robert Downey Jr. as, yeah. like, there's no, better like person born to play that role and that mm -hmm. whole interaction between him and Steve where he's just kind of like this is what I didn't want to happen this is everything that I wanted to prevent man you just felt that and you felt 22 films of legacy in this conclusion mm -hmm. and it was satisfying for those of you who are like Game of Thrones fans mm -hmm. that were let down by the finale it was like this incredible writing that led up to an impossibly climactic finale that could have satisfied no one this satisfied me yeah. in a way that i didn't expect and was better than Agreed. i expected yeah 100% yeah. agree yep yeah at that scene with uh, with tony that that is it exemplified somebody that had lost literally everything yeah. at that moment he had nothing left i mean that was just i mean i felt i felt it the frustration and yeah the, the you know he was defeated Defeated. When he called Steve a liar, mm. you just like, oh man, you wrecked me. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Um, I have a couple of them. So mine are not as serious. You guys are just so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> like just to kind of give you a taste of where we're going in this conversation. When Hulk hands those tiny tacos over, to look at his hands. <laughs> To me, that was the best. I was like, that, that was amazing. A, that was a great gift that came out of this movie. Yeah, my wife, like everybody calls me like huge hand. Like I just have these huge, so like I <laughs> hold things. Hands. And I'm literally like, things just look tiny in my hands. My wife's hands are so small. But um, I already love where this conversation is going. Please, <laughs> by all means, continue. Um, okay, 
my next one then uh king uh it's ken jong but he cameos he's a security yes. guard for scotland uh, i mean like one of the funniest slash most inappropriate actors out there <laughs> is playing the like smallest role possible has no lines but i'm still like yes <laughs> like he's in it um and then for sure uh tony's character development um he goes from just kind of like a narcissistic sociopathic kind of personality really kind of perverted and over sexualized character yep. to loving friend and father and just to see him and his damaged relationship with cap like in the previous movie i mean like literally trying to murder him well his friend but willing to do it to cap too if he gets in the way <laughs> but to now like it's just crazy like they're they 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 played really good homage to him. I mean, right. his character and, really. You know, Howard said, the greater good has rarely outweighed my own self-interest. That's so good. And that Tony was just like, oof, I feel that. And then obviously he makes like the biggest sacrifice. So gives up his own self-interest of his family. It's like crazy how heavy those words were for him. And not too specific with the movie moment. I have two left, but um, I said Marvel brought out all the steps with the acting, the cinematography, and the music production. Everything was gorgeous. I mean, mm, I wanted yes. all this music. Everything mm. was so perfectly timed. Like, I literally felt like I just wanted to, like, watch this in, like, real life. Like, I wanted to be there. It was gorgeous. Um, but this one is a little, I mean, it's not, it's personal sense as an American, but um, it reminded me a lot of 9-11, what a lot of families probably expected. Um, but when... Uh, Hulk to the snap and all the cell phones started going off of mm -hmm. uh, family trying to call family yeah mm -hmm. that I was like holy cow that's I mean as beautiful as it was that was dark and that was deep I mean that mm -hmm. was mm -hmm. so I, I thought that was a really good best so I served during that time and that's exactly what happened yep crazy okay so I lumped mine into three major points that kind of touch on different things. So I know we briefly mentioned this already, but the acting, um, I thought that was, there were so many instances of the acting being so, so good. Even when Nat and Cap go into space for the first time and you see it through Cap's eyes and like see the reflection of, you know, all the yeah. galaxies and everything. Like that was just really cool. Um, we see Nebula, see what it feels like to win even at paper football that was precious <laughs> so good her reaction and he was like and you won and she was just like what like that's just like wow like this girl has literally never won in her life it's like, like did you have fun growing up yeah did you have fun like, yeah and she's like yes i had fun <laughs> yeah like three uh, seconds Andrew, later, she shots about fired it. <laughs> no, he's right. He's not. He's not wrong. He's absolutely. I just not thought wrong. those choices were really, really well played, um, and even seeing the transition back from the snap through Scott's eyes instead of another character because yeah. he's such a funny character and he's known for like the comedic relief and the raunchiness and the silliness and the zaniness that he physical comedy that he gets into for him to just stop being funny and be so serious it made such an emotional impact versus like any other character i feel like so i thought that was a really great choice um so that's what i had for the acting um i know i think john you were just kind of touching on this with the 9-11 comment mm -hmm. um, but the connection to the real world and like the reality that we are in now 
post COVID or during, or still during COVID, it's still a mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's so interesting because like we were saying, Hawkeye is traveling the world, killing bad guys as a way to make sense of what happened to the world. Whereas like we have two sides of the world now where we have people that are leaving medicine and um, public health and all these other, you know, um, jobs that are related thinking, you know, their world has completely changed and they can't accept the reality anymore. And then we have the other half that's like, I should help and are leaving jobs to join public health and join medicine. Um, you know what I mean? So I could see it really reflect hmm. the reality of, of the quote unquote post pandemic world where, um, you know, oh, the air is cleaner and, you know, people weren't commuting for the past year and a half or two years. That's true. And so, you know, we, we have the benefit of that, but we have a labor shortage and people are complaining for a lot of political reasons that we won't get into. But my friend and I were just talking about this the other day, and we're not considering that 500,000 people have died just in the United States. And I'm sure the number is higher than that now. But a lot of the people that were affected were poor families, minorities, communities that generally are doing the transportation, doing the food service, doing the jobs that we're feeling the effects of, right? So just kind of interesting to see, like, this was not intentional. Obviously, this movie came out before coronavirus was a thing and how much it relates to, like, the reality in the world that we're living in. Um, And then obviously Thor's depiction of mental illness through his depression, his panic, Mm -hmm. because he's showing both sides of the spectrum, because typically you have um, you know, if you have one, you have some of the other, I have a unspecified anxiety disorder. Um, and my doctor would not, um, you know, just, dis- uh, describe anything for me or diagnose anything for me as depression, but she was like, you have markers of depression. So it's interesting that even a God, a superhero can still have panic and anxiety and depression and is still worthy to be best that he can be you know what I mean I just thought that was so great um this movie's plot twists were so good there were so many it wasn't just like the five years later bombshell that we see in the beginning that was like oh my gosh I remember literally like you guys know I don't shut up and I'm loud so you take me to a movie. I laugh really loud. And Alex, no. my boy, my boyfriend didn't know this. We went and saw Shang-Chi together. And that was the first movie we ever saw together in theaters. And if you've seen it, you know, it's very funny. There's a lot of humor and I'm dying laughing. And he just looks at me like, you don't have to laugh for everyone in this movie theater. Like you can. I, and he was like, we left the theater. He's like, I don't know if I can watch a movie with you again, like in public, <laughs> like this was embarrassing. And I was like, this is how I am. Sorry. I didn't warn you. Um, so I remember when the, the, you know, the words slowly came across the screen five years later, I remember audibly going, whoa, like out loud, not super mm-hmm. loud, but enough where I was like, Ooh, like <laughs> shut up. Right. Right. Um, yeah, but you're in it though, you know? Right. Right. You're invested. Right. You care. Yeah. I forgot about the twist of Nebula, like rewatching it, how she's connected and then how Thanos finds out that whole whole thing. And she killed herself. <laughs> yes, she killed herself. It was great. Um, and then like, obviously, New York 2012 going to shit. That was quite the plot twist. And then Loki just like disappearing with the Tesseract, which gave us a whole TV show is so great. 
Um, and the best plot twist, obviously, um, the That's a big one statement that made there. me the one that made me cry the hardest. My favorite plot twist is the fact that Cap did not come back. Um, mm. And I feel like that would have been a whole like <laughs> branch reality, I guess, because I, I don't know what that means for the rest of everybody in the world if Captain America stays behind. But obviously it worked out OK if he's uh, he was there and passing the shield. Um, he who remains approved it. So it's apparently OK. Yeah, I'm, because a hopeless, <laughs> I'm a hopeless romantic, so I absolutely love that he did that. And it no, put a brand new too. meaning to that song. It's been a long, long time. <laughs> just like a way like it had the weight it had before 75 years and now we're talking about like eternity on top of that you know so like it's crazy caps in uh like in his mid 90s right in that scene uh, oh it has, to be. Has, it has to, to be. be yeah so because you know then you go into uh you know like the is it captain america winter soldier is that what it is he was like 90 the, the at show? that moment he was 90 at that moment because 90, he says that I'm, I 90, he said 94. Not, I'm not dead. Yeah. 90, he He'd said I'm 95. Like 93, I'm yeah. I was yeah. hoping in a Falcon Winter Soldier that like, cause like, you know, he's like, I don't want to live in a world where there's, you know, no Captain America. Like it's as if he like died, like the next scene. Cause I was hoping that he would like be in there to be like a mentor, maybe like for a little bit, like in the mm, show, like have mm. a couple cameos or something. Too much makeup he, for them to do. I know he just disappeared. <laughs> and I'm like, he's not dead yet because if he does die, I would have loved this scene of funeral service for Captain America. People think sure. he's on the moon base. <laughs> I've seen a lot of memes about him being on the moon base. Just like take him to Sakaar. He'll live a specifically while. Specifically you know? from Free Guy when um, Ryan Reynolds grabs the Captain America shield and you just see Chris Evans in the movie, spoiler alert, um, going, what the shit? <laughs> so they made a meme where they made him look old and on the moon for that and set up oh in the coffee God. shop. The yeah, so there's well, a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff about that. To your point, as soon as we see a cat doesn't come back, the camera pans to Bucky, and Bucky, Bucky knows exactly knew. what happened. Yeah, of course. That's why Bucky said, I'm going to miss you instead of see you later. Dude, yeah. I caught you that. And I was like, oh, hey, you're taking know. all the stupid with you. Yeah, yeah. right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so. He knows. He knows. <laughs> oh, yeah. He knew the whole time. What if Bucky back, you know, went back with him? He'd fit in, right? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> not, not that hair at that time. <laughs> We're not in what ifs, John. Move on. Okay. All right. <laughs> Alrighty, so I'll take us into uh, our worst. Um, most of this, to be quite honest, is me just splitting hairs. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie and I did not have a lot wrong with it. That might not be exactly how I expressed this, but that's that's the disclaimer. Oh no. <laughs> um, I, I can somewhat, but only somewhat get behind the whole, uh, the nebula from the past is somehow mind linked to the nebula of the present or the future right. in this case. Networked like a Wi-Fi router. I, I yeah. can only somewhat <laughs> get behind that, that obviously they needed that for the plot, but you can kind of tell they needed that for the plot. Yeah. Um, in, in my personal opinion, there, there, uh, there could be avenues I'm not thinking about that make it perfectly justifiable. Um, well, it was just to weird go- to me to that real quick before you move on to because yeah. wouldn't that mean that all the consciousness of all the people who time traveled they would connect so like well i think it's because she's got the more machine than man thing going on yeah but he says why. the the consciousness are i don't, I don't even know if yeah, yeah, yeah. That, i know what they're you're, I know what you're saying so hulk would know. be like you know freaking out like why am i having these new memories or no yeah, and sometimes time travel shows do that but it's just weird andrew yeah. i feel exactly the same way because i was having a hard time but then I was like, you know, 
computer sharing databases. I mean, that could work, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm willing to accept some of it. The entire premise, I'm I'm eh about, but you know, it was an interesting idea to say the least. Um, I as <laughs> I might I might be I may very well be warming up the hot take for this. I may be taking why it's place today. I don't know. Um, Ethan already already planted his seed and said <laughs> I don't know. Come back to him. So we'll see. Um, so I'm going to start off by saying Steve and Peggy absolutely deserve to be together. A thousand percent. Um, they've okay, more you than say the word, but they, they have more. This they have more than given up enough. And I will to deserve you. this. Go ahead, hurt me. It's going to be factually accurate, so you can hurt <gasps> me all you want. Um, yeah. Wow. So, shots fired. Shots fired. Yeah. Um, it is to an extent out of character for Steve to do that. To go back and do that. Is it and though? It is though. Is and it here's though? why. Be- and it <laughs> is though, because here's why. Um, because she canonically and chronologically already has a husband who they're now trying to pretend was Steve the whole time, which is impossible because what she never showed off her hot ass piece of husband in the 40s. No shot. Sorry. Um, so what she kept him <laughs> kept in the kitchen? No. So do you mean to tell me that Cap undid several children and possibly grandchildren? He bury Allen them from existence. Oof. Like he just went back in time and erased them from existence and is like, that guy married her. What would you do? Not for love? anymore. What would you do? Yeah, for but, love? It, but they, they established that several people that <laughs> they timelines are branching and it's it it's not undoing. Get him, Ethan. Been Sick done him, boy. In his universe. He's essentially creating a new timeline where if that, it's creating a new timeline, that's fine. But that would have been. Um, I mean, that's the way I perceived the it. TVA would have put the right. Other. I yeah, guess the, as long as it was a part of the, of it, the sacred the... timeline. But but how many <laughs> branches can you have that are part of the sacred timeline? Any ones that don't uh, prevent the existence of that king at the citadel right. at the end. Right. Of time. You can always you, you can always see a few of them branching off in that show, but never more than a few. So I. I can, for that purpose, I can kind of get No, but that's it. good, Andrew. No, that makes sense. But, well, uh, you're right, uh, to, you're right. To an extent, I'm not even finished because it, it is also <laughs> out of character for Cap, who, you know, doesn't have the benefit of watching all these time travel movies and shows like we have, you know, knowing about, you know, screwing with the past. What he, it's all of a sudden in character for him to not stop 9-11 or anything else like that horribly went wrong. I've we're all that. of a sudden accepting that that's something like as they did they had a youtube video it was like a it wasn't snl but it was snl-esque where every time peggy's reading the newspaper he's just like eating another bowl of salad and then avoiding the issue like oh jfk's coming to town should we go and see that and it's like <laughs> so it's just it's I don't want to call it a plot hole, but it's it's no, Ethan's no, ready it's for this. liberties. It's taking liberties with his character that I don't necessarily agree with, but I've never Saudi's said that something. I'm always right. No, look go at ahead. Ethan's smile. Let's Saudi. 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 But yeah, here's, here's the thing, though. It has it goes back to remember how we go back into the original Captain America and the original Avengers, where you have Captain America who selfishly gives everything for God and country. Right. And then you have um, Tony, who is, again, won't lay down his life for anything uh-huh. but himself. Absolutely. Yep. And at some point, they do this. Yeah. Yep. They, they, they finally... cross and they go in, in opposite directions where yeah. Captain becomes, okay, 
you know what? I am going to live that life that Tony Absolutely. told me to keep living. Yeah. So yeah. selfishly, he did that. I can see him doing that because right. at some point it's like, okay, when am I going to get, you know, the reward for everything yep. that I've ever done? Yep. His reward yeah. at the yep. end was Peggy. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately for, for Tony, it was to lay down his life mm. so everybody else could survive. To your point, I saw a post that said um, Cap got the ending he never thought he could get but always yep. wanted. And yep. Tony got the ending he always thought he would get but was af afraid to get it kind afraid of thing. Afraid to get it, exactly. So, and, and I am not at all disagreeing with you. Again, the first words I said were they absolutely deserved this. And they do. It just, in my opinion, to a certain well, extent, you see how much his character, character changes too, because he's the one, like you said, or somebody mentioned him facilitating these support groups and talking mm -hmm. about moving on. Everybody should move on. We move on. We move on. Mm -hmm. And then he goes back and he sees Peggy and he does this weird, like stalking through the blinds thing, which was like, how did she not see him? <laughs> Maybe it's one way glass. No, because you see. His <laughs> no, it definitely wasn't. Yeah, they were like, "Why would you have blinds no, like, on one way glass?" She's literally like, "Like, if yeah. this is him, she's like she this looking down at a fire." I don't know, but anyway, she was like intensely talking about something. <laughs> she didn't notice some crisis. <laughs> but anyway, um, that's when you see that start to unravel. Absolutely, right? yeah. And that's where that decision start that the that reality, the possibility, pops mm -hmm. into his mind of like, "This could, I could still, I could, I don't have to." Like, you know, he's running yeah. through all these scenarios. Yeah. Again, as mind. a branch from yeah. the original timeline, I'm kind of cool of it. Speaking of <laughs> branches from the timeline, doesn't killing Thanos from 2014 now kind of mess with their original timeline the entire way? It doesn't. Well, the way it. Bruce explained it. He wasn't supposed it, to be there. That he was wasn't supposed to be there, but now 2014. His old past, right? Yes, but so. now 2014 Thanos doesn't exist. Which That's is not... to the benefit of that new branch timelines reality. A new and, branch and, timeline. And, yes. and TVA could have pruned that one. But we'll That's never fair. know. We'll never that, know. Yeah, we don't know. So but that would just keep applying the same logic though to like yeah. with the same thing with <laughs> Nebula killing herself. Right. It's not gonna be as profound when I say it out loud, but it was to me as I was watching the movie again today <laughs> to like recap. But I was like, oh my god, they said this, but like Captain America, a man outside of his time. And yeah, man out of time. Yeah. And now it's Captain America back home is what mm -hmm. I got from it. I was like, whoa. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, Again, these are, it's, yeah. it's out of his character to do that. But I think all but of only us to have point. moments in our yeah. life where we do something that's out of character. Oh, yeah. yeah. And especially he deserves yeah. this. Yeah. But it's just like, again 9-11 and all of those other things like he's not the kind of he's not the kind of standby person like even I, no, I getting agree. a piece of that life that tony suggested that he absolutely deserves but for the greater good and not creating more did, but again, realities what, than... again he doesn't have the benefit of watching decades of those time travel or, movies that we come to understand sure, or are these events that are not approved because if he had to go back and get it approved does he then go, but what about? And they're like, no, 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 no. Sit down. <laughs> so by the same I mean, by dance the same with token. your wife and shut up. <laughs> yeah. By the same token, I mean, <laughs> how many of these events did he really experience? And also, I mean, he might have read all of them, not right. all of them, but by the same, you know, and also he would be the type of person that says, no, I shouldn't have not, you know, that knowledge. This has to happen. Yes. And be that person that goes, no, 
this has to happen. I cannot intervene. I, I don't fully think that he would never mess with not one of those events, but I can agree with what you're saying. Again, this is mostly me splitting hairs. I Again, I never said it's not in his character. I said there are certain liberties in certain instances that aren't completely, but that again, that's just my opinion. So by the same token, I'm going to go with, uh, with splitting hairs because um, I absolutely adore this movie. Um, mm. And... But I did get two things that um, I think Alyssa's going to enjoy one of them. <laughs> um, why is it that every time we corner ourselves in writing or in a story or in a movie or a TV show, doesn't matter what it is, we result to fix everything with time travel. <laughs> that is the ultimate fix-all. Because if we wouldn't have wiped half of the freaking heroes or half of the the population of the universe in one shot, we probably didn't have to do time travel to fix it. I will say at um, least they sure did it in a different way than normal through oh, the quantum I, I realm. Agreed. That least. was really, really different for yeah. sure. And again, it's one of the situations where like, you know, I can buy into this um, because they're going through a different way to get there. So it's not like you're, again, you're DeLorean or your hot tub to get to uh, right. but I get <laughs> to what that situation. So. So it's a little bit different um, when it comes to that. But again, we always result to time travel to go and mm. fix anything. Um, yeah, I would love to talk to that quantum physicist and hopefully, hey, if you came up with a time machine, I would love to go and fix a couple of things. Yeah. Um, I would mess but, everything up beyond recognition. Yeah, the whole, butterfly, the whole butterfly effect. You know, the first thing I do and, would go see myself and be like, hey, bet on this game. <laughs> so that's a uh, plot of Back to the Future 2. If anybody yeah. didn't remember. Yeah. It was a bunch of... <laughs> exactly. And then the other one that again, and again, this is just splitting here because I thought it was a really, really cool scene. Um, so you're in the middle of a battle. You're engaged with a humongous army. And you're telling me you're going to stop and go, hey, wait a minute. All my girls back there need me because we're going to get this great shot of us all together so Thank we can you. go That's and help right the <laughs> most powerful character out of, you know, out of all of them bust through a whole line where, again, she didn't need any help. But we're gonna go this do this whole scene together. They wanted girl power 2.0. Yeah. And so I, hold on, I talked bad about guy. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> I talked about this earlier with Alex when we were watching it, and he was like, This is stupid. And I was like, I agree to an extent because once they killed off Black Widow, the entire like stretch of scenes that happened, it was all men, and it was just like, that's it. There's no other women until then everybody comes back. And now there's women in the cast again. So um, there was I, I feel like bit, yeah. it was to maybe make up for all the male dominating True, screen Andrew. time in a way. Because I mean, the the main three guys, you know, you have Tony, you had um, Thor, and then you had um, uh, Cap fighting Thanos. Why wasn't Captain Marvel there? I mean, she is. I mean, she took out that ship like nothing. What you what you said kind of reminded me of watching Power Rangers as a kid. How the bad guys always <laughs> wait for them to morph up. Um, hold on, we gotta we gotta have this time out. Let's, let's get let's time. get let's get big. Yeah, and then, time time for time force. All of yeah. it. Yeah. It's kind of like the bad guy monologuing for 15 minutes, and uh -huh. all the good guys are just listening. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> hello, seriously. 
but again, it, it was a really cool scene. I just, again, it's one of those scenes that it was like, okay, guys, all right, cool, all right. The one, the one in Infinity War was better where it's like, oh, she's not alone. And then it's like three or four of the girls fighting yeah. it off. It yeah. didn't feel, I don't want to say it. Yeah. It felt more organic. I won't say that this one felt forced, but it was. It felt no, really it was. It was oh, forced. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, as long sure. as you said Huge. it, that's fine. Yeah, it does feel forced. Um, it yeah. was noticeable. We'll put it that Andrew's way. Andrew's trying not to get canceled in 2021. It's not forced. <laughs> well, oh, you and agree? also, yeah, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but then they basically repeat the same dialogue too. Like she's got help. Like I'm pretty sure that's kind of what. Yeah. Like. That's kind of what Natasha said. It still gets me though. E Bombay. I love mm. that every single time. At I the end of the day, <laughs> did Carol Danvers really need help? I mean, no, look, she did. Thanos, I mean, Thanos pulled that right hook and tried to not, and she just basically didn't even. Flinch. He headbutted her, and she was like, "Oh, well, like, had, had, a, had a bunch of men come hair. to her side to try and help her, she would have said she didn't need help, but because it was a bunch of women, she was just like, "All right, why not?" <laughs> she didn't need but any I help. Think, she like, got right that for that. Right before that, when when she lands and Peter's like, you know, in the ditch, and he's, you know, yeah, you got something. He's like, hi, I'm Peter Parker, and she's like, hey, Peter Parker, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought I that, that was really like that was cool. That was a really cool scene, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but but then like, they directly followed it up with like, and all of that would have been out of character. Like Pepper Potts is going to leave Tony's side, and like Akoe is going to not be leading the door of like valkyrie is not going to be with the warriors of asgard they're all just going to randomly come together they don't even know each other oh i forgot to bring this up <laughs> howard the duck was there he was coming through from like one of the alien planets what i missed yeah, that there was like one of the ra- one of the portals open and a bunch of ravagers oh, came out my <laughs> howard God. the duck was there i just noticed that but it was like that's the part that bugged me about it with the whole girl power thing is like they didn't even know each other. How would they know to, oh, wait, this is the part where we all have to get together to show that Marvel like has three like of you have game. Met. It's <laughs> like game respects game. Like they just know of each other <laughs> I guess kind so. of thing. Fair like enough. I don't think hey, never maybe they either. all wanted to meet each other. They're like, sweet, this is my moment at Comic-Con. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, I, I would understand. Just way, that, that was like, okay. I kind of understand what they did, why they did it, because the big knock on Marvel for all of Phase One is that there's like only two useful women in this entire universe. Correct. You know? Yes, and, and they finally so have moved away from that. That is correct. They've, they've women done women characters now. well, Woo-hoo! thankfully. Yeah. But Saudi's Marvel, bringing up some really good points today, like usual. They definitely forced that. So, uh, well, aside from that one, the other one I had <laughs> is just—it's really minor. And uh, but I found out some interesting reasons about it that I never knew before when I was researching today. Um, but I always thought that the TV shows that were all supposed to be loosely connected, um, like the Netflix shows and Agents of Shield and, and Cloak and Dagger, that Agent they Carter, all mention yeah. events that happen in um, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I thought there should have been a cameo for those guys. Mm-hmm. in the end battle oh I mean, that's a good point the fate of the world is on the line you know the fate of the universe these guys are going to be there i, I mean you, you know, brought back the kid from iron man 3 and you can't bring yeah, back literally like, <laughs> people from the tv shows ghost yeah. rider in Come can you on, imagine baby. colson showing up yeah and and they wow. would have been like wait a minute i thought you were dead <laughs> right that would have been a nice full circle moment they, yeah. they had all these people that were technically at the time part of the universe which now they're I think not so much anymore. 
Um, but well, I think Loki kind out. of legitimizes that idea, but in a way that is not as satisfactory as you right. probably want it to be. That's true. It's the in-universe answer. We just don't necessarily love it. <laughs> I just thought it would it would have given a lot of fans a, like a big yay moment for like three seconds of screen time to have those people portaled in. And it's like, you know, the movie's three hours long. You can't do a little extra fan service for three seconds. You made a billion dollars in a week. You can't do me that favor. (laughs) It's a minor complaint because, you know, everything else is so fantastic. But then I found out the reason why is because all of those TV shows were run by Marvel Entertainment and Marvel Studios was running the MCU and Kevin Feige didn't have access to them at the time. So they they may have wanted to do that and just couldn't that because been cool. Feige didn't have access. So, no so that's way. a little it's the bit same company. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's saying different. like you know if you have like internet with Spectrum, all oh, your internet service provider is completely different than your oh, phone I service. Hate that. It's yeah, the same company. The, what the heck? <laughs> that's yeah. why the DCEU stinks so bad is because they have all these fantastic characters, but they're only allowed to do some on TV and only some in the movies and then yeah. some can do both. And there's no real hard, fast rule about it. And yeah. um, so it, you know, takes something that could be great and just makes it average. <laughs> um, but uh, that's so, Warner brothers for you doing yeah. the DC universe. So, uh, but now apparently Feige does have access to a lot of those characters and they're going to be able to do blade and they're going to be able to do daredevil and they're going to be able to do ghost rider. Um, Blade, so, that would be so epic. Daredevil, Daredevil, so bring, yeah. good. You need to bring Punisher. the same actor back. Kevin Feige really yes. likes Charlie Cox too, so hopefully Charlie Cox is he's he is Daredevil. Yeah. Mm. You need to bring him back. Uh, for my worst, I struggle to find something that at least stuck out to me while watching the movie because I was so drawn into the plot. Mm. and the emotion and, and the characters that's not what i thought uh, you were going to say Sorry. i'm so nervous bro <laughs> is wyatt warming up a hot take no other than mine <laughs> not everything i say is a hot take yes it yeah, is you uh, say that because he's like uh, it's, i don't say hot takes i just don't think they should have women in this movie i'm like no why you can't say that <laughs> god how are you laura, reading my notes laura comes in and just snaps his neck and walks out of the room no lola how everybody and lola, 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 lola. <laughs> yeah. why you know, hasn't said his yet no i'm <laughs> skipping mine ethan go no 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 oh. we want to hear it. i'm so sorry no we want to uh, hear it all right. Um, again, splitting hairs. Um, when Scott has to jumpstart the van because it's dead in the middle of the battlefield, he pulls down wires from the headliner. Yeah. Ignition wires are in the headliner. They're going to be under the dashboard. How old no, is that van, though? But Maybe he also it's was reaching like... underneath. So I think he was trying to spark them together. He was reaching underneath as well. So I think he was just trying to get some sparks. From what I, I saw, he reached up, grabbed, pulled he down did. a bunch of wires. Yeah, we but can't, then it cuts. We can't say the company you work for, correct, Wyatt? No. I don't okay, why it works for a company where he yes. works with vehicles. So it's like, you know, we reached up, other but friends. I saw him with yeah. the other hand before it cut start reaching town. I don't know if he was just scratching an itch, but that's in what in my mind, it looked like he was trying to get from the top and the bottom, but I don't I don't know for sure. 
and really how, how do we know if the, how this band is wired anyways it has that gigantic right, a... thing in the back and it also has that horn that i really want in a band <laughs> <laughs> i'm not letting um, it go <laughs> another one so when nebula activates the quantum port to allow thanos shit to come through yeah how wasn't tone a how wasn't tony notified because you know he's got the whole thing automated how did it not break through the campus how, how did it how did the no one else feel this thing granted they're dealing with bruce trying to handle um the affinity gauntlet and 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 doing the snap but how don't you notice a whole ship ripping through the roof that's been armor plated I, I, yeah, because I'm, I'm assuming it didn't because they would have felt that because they felt the missiles that probably were even less impactful than that event should have been. So it's, it's, that was something I meant to write down as. A do you think hole. it had to do with um, the lockdown that they did? Because if you think about it, they did lock down the whole facility. Barn Maybe protocol. Yeah. You, you feel one missile, you're feeling a superstar destroyer breaking through the other side of the campus. Sorry, it's just, it's just how it is. I mean, we don't understand the construction of this building, but I mean, I I would assume that this thing was designed to, again, to protect against exactly that. Right. Um, I I would have just assumed that Tony's AI would have told him, hey, something's still going on in in, in this other room. You might want to divert your attention to this other room. There's more importantly, the entire team is in the room and Nebula's not. So they'd be like, where's Nebula right now? We're like about to undo everything. They didn't care about her, obviously. (laughs) I mean, she was the only woman. They didn't need her in the scene. (laughs) That was Wyatt's favorite scene. Yeah. (laughs) According to John. Don't hate women in this movie. (laughs) Disclaimer. In this movie. In this movie. In this movie. In this other movie. movies. Yeah, other movies. Yeah, you've definitely heard. You heard, heard the way takes. he said it. I don't hate women. It's like with the- <laughs> I don't hate that Scarlett Johansson was murdered in this movie. White becomes yeah. Charlie Sheen in one second. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. The thing that actually annoyed me a little that White just reminded me of was the quantum platform time machine thing. Oh yeah. That's it cool, looked though. like it was like brand new off the showroom floor. And yeah, they, the like, whole they like really just built it. How is it so the mirrors? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like the most perfect thing you could do. It think was of. built by a raccoon. There's no way it looks that great. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, at least like make it look like, oh, here's you know, the wire is hooked up over here. Oh, here's the uh, toaster that's plugged into it. It's, like it's not completely level and shiny and, and all this, you know, make it realistic at least. Come on. <laughs> I think they had um, to portray it as visually reliable you know so you weren't i don't know the movie was long enough without that being a concern when they (laughs) when they all come back and they realize that black widow's gone when hulk punches the floor how doesn't it destroy it it's a glass (laughs) floor (laughs) i saw the same thing he's like well he hits a metal grate it's metal that part but it's the hulk I know. I totally agree. But it's he, smart Hulk. So he's but not. But he lightly tapped the to metal grate. It's the Hulk. <laughs> when he went back to 20, was it 2014 or something? He lightly yeah. hit the card that like bashed in. So yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lastly, I think Bucky needed a bigger role in this movie. It's like he was more of just the warrior on the field shooting a gun. That's what he's good well, at. He was dusted until the end. You mean just <laughs> dusted? You mean more screen time in the final battle? My boy was dusted. Yeah, like, <laughs> you more know, like, time. Yo, more, dust, like uh... more like interaction between him and Cap. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. Like, yeah. like I wish I wish there was more. 
it's okay with just that. just dropping dropping those um wildebeest dog looking things throughout, <laughs> throughout the, the field whatever whatever species or whatever things we're we're calling them oh my god how did none of us say this is off topic how did nobody none of us said that how amazing it was for black panther to like give it to me and then he like boosts oh, yeah. across yeah. that was boss was like, oh that was some boy. character development right there too he was just yeah. like he goes from my name's clint i don't care to clint give it to me yeah yeah <laughs> right true welcome to wakanda okay <laughs> thanks <laughs> yeah so okay Uh-oh. i know everyone's going to hear the the words that are going to come out of my mouth <gasps> Oh, and then disagree. The words that are coming out of my mouth. <laughs> Nobody understands the words that are coming out of your mouth. <laughs> but I hope I hope that you understand once I explain myself that it's not surface value what you will probably perceive it as. Okay. But uh, it's it's kind of hearkening back to a lot of things you guys have called out, like the things in the movie that reeked of plot necessity. Um, mm-hmm. To me, the the epitome of that was Fat Thor. Um, and not that I didn't like Fat Thor, but I'm not a huge fan of like a gag that is really funny. And I laughed as much as anybody. Um, but, <laughs> a, you know, gags and like a, a scenario that creates a lot of jokes and it's great for levity and it's great for humor. But at the end of the day, like you're married to the idea of this thing that is canonized and it's it's going to project through this. So the thing about it that reeked of like plot necessity was that they had spent literally the entire MCU raising Thor up to like every movie. He's becoming more powerful. He learns that he's not just a god because he has a hammer. He (laughs) he's the god of thunder. He becomes more powerful. He rocks it in Ragnarok. Infinity War. He not only did he make that realization, he's getting stronger every movie by himself, by his own right, but mm-hmm. he also goes out of his way to go get this badass, uh, you know, Stormbreaker Oru weapon forged in the heart of a dying star in Nadavalir, last of its kind, almost kills himself, comes back more powerful than ever, raising, raising, raising. You see him throw that thing at Thanos with the full power of the Infinity Gauntlet piercing the power all the way down and hitting Thanos in the chest at the end of infinity war. And then it's like, okay, we know that he can't be out of this movie. He's a part of the original Avengers. So what are we going to do to make him not as competent in the field of battle? So to me, that's kind of what I'm left with, with the idea of fat Thor. Um, It's like the same reason they tell him like, yeah, buddy, you can't, be the one to snap your finger because it's going to wipe you out that was kind of bs to me yeah it's like <laughs> even even if yeah. he had like they were like well what's going through you right now and they said cheese whiz even if what mostly <laughs> was going through him was alcohol he took yeah. the full force of a son yeah and was like okay so no he can mm-hmm. do it just That's fine a good yeah. point. also roadies but- alternates in the like gag reel, he was like bunions instead of cheese whiz. <laughs> he had like all these alternate things he yes. said. I'm always gonna laugh at you know him popping a bottle off of Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. It's essentially the like opener. the yeah. largest paperweight in the universe. But um <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's those sort of things. It's not as bad as the Mandarin and Iron Man 3, but 
Mm. Yeah. It's, it's still one mm. of those gags. It's like, yeah, I think this was funny. And especially the first time you watch it, like I was laughing through the whole thing. Every little thing he said, I was eating it up when he yells at that guy on the X uh, that the Xbox, I think they're oh, yeah. call of duty the or 13 year old. Yeah. Your father, you little weasel. Yeah. Oh, it's Noob Master. How are you? <laughs> Noob Master 69. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you, you know, Phil. I will. Yeah. You know, I think um, I'm going to piggyback on that. I, I think the situation was what could potentially happen. And yes, it was funny. Uh, and yeah, I agree uh, with you partially on that. I think it has to do more with this is what depression can do to somebody. You yeah. can have no, somebody yeah. that is so... Absolutely. I mean, hitting in all cylinders, an amazing person all around. And all of a sudden, because you got to realize that up to that point, he hadn't failed. Yeah. If you think about it. And, and it's like you said, because every time you thought he failed, fault. yeah. Every time he failed, it, he just rose above, rose above. This is the one time he couldn't do it. Yeah. And that's depression true. I, will do crazy things for you. I mean, Speaking for somebody that knows, uh, it will, it will, it will, it can debilitate you to the point that that will happen. Yep. So I can see how could, that could happen to somebody. Yep. That's a great and also, point. And Thanos yeah, got in his head too. You know, Thanos totally got in his head because he even said, "You should have aimed for my head." So play, he placed the blame squarely on Thor. That's for good. The failure of everything, and Thor took it, and he mm -hmm. he just didn't know what to do with it. True. Yeah. And you see it like All start in the beginning of, um, I it was it, I think it was either the end of Infinity War or the beginning of Endgame. I get the timeline confused where he starts to reach for like, there's like a whole box full of bread on the table, and like all the news is hitting him, and so Thor is just like, let me just have some bread, and just starts, and that's <laughs> where like. The depression is coming out and him gaining the weight the whole trope of fat thor isn't my favorite thing i think there was probably a better way they could have made it apparent that he was struggling with depression without like fat shaming fat people and like bringing that whole thing i felt up, included you know? okay <laughs> all, all jokes aside like that's just that's pretty messed up <laughs> like they're they could john wanted representation <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. I don't know. To I be fair, the that. movie never called him Fat Thor. <laughs> oh, that's, that's true. What everyone it is ordained him. You put as, a but... man who has like, quote unquote, the perfect body in a fat suit. There's a problem. There's a problem. Well, you can have. I think I'm going to have problems with it if he still has that body in his next movie. It's like okay, the joke's yeah. over now. It's, it's going to make right. for an epic montage sequence of him getting back into shape <laughs> right. well, i mean you can have you can have the two opposites i mean it could have been anorexia right that's how you say right it. You, right yeah. yeah when you lose all the weight <clears throat> yeah or it could have been you know again eating which believe it or not the overeating tends to be the more common oh for sure when you go Absolutely. into depression so i mean we're splitting hairs here but yeah. he, he's dealing with so much loss in the previous movie he lost his best friend and his brother and he was people he was completely helpless there's nothing he could have done his and home now, planet yeah and, and now you know thanos made it clear you know like we like we just said that it was his fault he, sh he should have gone for the head yeah. so 
Yeah, he definitely he definitely fell hard on that one. Um, it was actually easy for me to find uh, a worst. One stuck out right away. Um, this is shots fired, and I'm okay with it. Uh, Captain Marvel's haircut is horrible. <laughs> it's from the <laughs> Absolutely. comics. Absolutely, it's from the comics. I don't care. We separated that. This is this is yes. now. You go, separated go, go, it from go, the comics. The worst haircut. She actually went from someone who's like semi beautiful woman, and then <laughs> semi beautiful. Oh, oh my god. Oh no no no. 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 Call me shallow. It's okay. not a thing. You seem Let's like go, the kind of guy. On. Who no, has to like she, approve oh. your wife's haircuts now because of this comment? <laughs> no, anytime she goes to the salon, it's like, what do you think? My wife's a cosmetologist. She oh, there, it's hitting she, home. It's hitting home. Here it is. It, uh, it's it's absolutely <laughs> the worst. They like, if anything, if you're gonna pay homage to like strong femininity, you would want to keep the feminine aspect. But then they made her like so. Oh like, God. She's standing like oh, super God. broad in short hair. Scene. Ridiculous. It, short like, hair that? now is not feminine. Okay. It, yeah. No, it's not even. It's well, I mean, for the most part, what do men have? I mean, for the hair most doesn't part, have like, gender. I don't know if you know. Oh that. my God. You can look <laughs> at someone. That's not fair to term. hair. Oh my I'm God. Just you know how many soldiers <laughs> I knew that were in the service that had short hair and they were freaking hot as hell? Mm. They're trying. Well, I'm, okay, then in that case, she can't pull it off. She cannot pull it off. She oh, looked God. absolutely horrible. Jeez. It was like pink looks amazing. Katy Perry with short hair looked amazing. Okay, but Captain Marvel, I'm sorry. Is that it was because Katy horrible. Perry's boobs are also out with the short hair and Captain Marvel? I'm not Marvel's saying a, a word. My wife is perfect. Okay? And covered up. <laughs> is that why? Captain Marvel can't pull it off. So that was a huge worst. <laughs> Uh, it just I personally flat. can only appreciate a woman's performance if I find her attractive too, John. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> her performance is horrible Got too. Him. Like she, oh all she does is that she's God. like, "Stop." You have something it. for me? Like Stop she's horrible. It. She's she, all just powerful. I am not a fan of Captain He's Marvel. She is she winning You're Oscar? a hater. <laughs> An absolute waste of film. If anything, oh my god, it oh is my god, absolutely. I, I didn't actually like her film that much. I mean, it yeah, was good, but it wasn't like one of my favorite Marvel films. It's Especially like, one yeah. of my favorites. You know? Give so, Hella, give Hella a movie. Like, I didn't dislike yes. it either. Yes. If you get, I'm I'm all about like a woman movie, but like I'm not gonna justify just because someone's a woman or a man to spend hundreds of millions of dollars for a, a, a political stunt or to speak to a certain demographic. It has to justify it. So as a villain, Hella, in my personal opinion, Thor Ragnarok, if they gave her a movie, which they did, but someone like that, you know, like that, in my opinion, deserves it. Captain Marvel Dumb. was speaking to a class of people rather <laughs> and than Marvel And when she puts fans. her hair away in the Ouch. helmet, she's not a woman anymore. So that's that's why John is okay with it. She is. She's just not attractive. Uh, and that's then, your opinion. Yes, Man. it is my opinion. And then um, we've already... Kind of Even this. if I Uncle... just stay still, no one can see me. It's okay. The hate comments will come toward me. It's fine. My email. Is... No, they're gonna come on our page. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna come right. <laughs> um, And I agree. Uncle Ron kind of touched on this earlier, but um, as speaking Ron. to like the like <laughs> the um, how well the time machine was built, I'm saying I thought it was very. It was too quick for the storyline, which I get. It's a three hour movie. They got to get it in quick. But the way Tony. <laughs> essentially accidentally found out accidentally discovered it in 30 seconds legit like at night like while eating a popsicle i'm like i was like wow i wish i was so smart that can i can accidentally figure out something no one else has ever figured out in 30 seconds right before i go to bed and they didn't think of that over an entire five-year period he didn't try i mean it just 
I understand it takes me five minutes to remember how to tie a tie because I do it so infrequently right before <laughs> bed. And like he does time travel. I'm like, I understand that he's a lot smarter than me, but that's uh, quite the feat. <laughs> yeah. I would say those are the only really two things. The one, and I could be wrong. So if you guys could correct me on this one too. You were wrong. Oh, oh, no. No. Didn't Scott Lang like, touches like key fob and like played the horn but then the battery was dead how did that happen if the car battery was dead it was completely dead how did he do use his horn like 20 it probably seconds had later? enough juice to blow the horn but not enough to not there's, enough a, there's a the difference yeah. yeah so that's not a worst but i thought that too like i'm like looking for like i had this notepad as i'm watching the movie and i'm trying to find some you know <laughs> it's I mean? old school in, in many respects tonight listen you know oh my god Alyssa, <laughs> don't even don't even wow i will i will even this is my podcast oh <laughs> wow john john That's was literally line. splitting hairs. i know why it just texted me literally my oh my god alone. ethan yes <laughs> this is my podcast <laughs> yeah. this is my platform but, but that's all that I got. Once again, give someone like Hella another movie. I'm all about it. That's what oh, I'm saying. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Well, Captain okay. Marvel 2 is in production. Or Valkyrie. Whether you like Valkyrie it or not. Great. Now that we've set women's rights back a decade and a half. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Only on Spectre Radio. Yeah. <laughs> I have a strong, empowered Latina wife, okay? She's in charge. Full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, I'm a widow, so... Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Well, um, my worst, uh, you guys have kind of touched on. Do you have uh, any men's haircuts to complain about? Yeah. Captain America's beard is gone. I don't like that. I never did it. It was fantastic. I liked it. You didn't? Oh, okay. Alyssa loved it. I loved it. It was a nice change. Yeah. It looked clean, man. (laughs) He could rock it. Um, okay, so re-watching this movie, knowing what happens, they make it so obvious what's going to happen to not only Natasha, but also Tony. Oh. Mm-hmm. You're just like, to Nat's like, where's Vormir? And then they're like, see you in a minute. Nat's like, see yeah. you in a minute. Like, That's she's true. so eager. And you're just like, Why? Why are we giving her this dialogue? Well, would oh, you have? I know why, because she's not going to have any in the second half of the movie. Genuine question, like, though. Would you, because you probably looked back, like obviously, like this movie came out a while ago, but did you, would you have noticed that the first time? Like, I know you're, no, you I definitely didn't kind of notice it. No, okay. I definitely didn't. No, that's what I'm saying. I definitely did not notice either of those things the first time, but like yeah. everything in Tony's arc is like leading up to him. He's so yeah. afraid. Why? He's done so many other things and has never been afraid to die. And the only reason now he's afraid to die is because he's a parent. Yeah. Like that baffles me. Like, yeah, maybe that like that shifts that shifts your reality for sure. But also, like, all of a sudden, everything he feels like he's walking on eggshells. And you're like, bro, all you did was discover time travel. Like, revel in the moment for a moment without without on accident, without being like, oh God, I can't do it. Um so yeah, no, I don't want to discount that because obviously that's the mark of his character changing, but they make it so obvious. And Doctor Strange <laughs> with the one, I'm like, stop. You did it so slow stop! too, like, like this. This is so bad. This was the one thing. Like you're Everybody's ruining like, it. If I tell you, it I didn't think it was true. bad. I right, like exactly, that. Uncle Ron. Yeah, if I tell you, it won't happen. And you're like, okay, so you basically told him. Like it all rides on you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I thought it was fine. Thought he just made the point about um, 
Saudi just made the point about monologuing and how how villains um, monologue all the time. But basically, we get to that one point where Thanos will not stop talking for the millionth time when he's on the, you know, the final arc here in all my years of conquest. I literally went, shut the hell up. I was like, can I fast forward? Like, you're about to die. Shut up. Like, I was so tired of him talking. I'm just like, I love you, Josh Brolin. You're a great actor. Thanos is a very interesting character, but this is the 15th speech you've got on today and I've had enough. So too, too much for the monologuing. Darn, you caught me monologuing. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> nice. Literally. Exactly. This is All Sly right. Fox. This is when he says Sly Fox, you caught me monologuing. <laughs> yeah, you slut. You, what does he say? Oh, yeah. You sly fox, you got me a That's what it is. You sly fox, you got me a This is too darn good. Yeah. Okay, so now that we're through um, the worst. Thank God we're through with that. And we had to lose Ethan, unfortunately. That's a worst. He had to leave. Um, It's a Jones hair comment. Appreciate it. It's the hair comment. He couldn't take the hair comment. Thank you, John. He's like, that's enough. He's going so, telling his wife, Maggie, be like, you wouldn't believe what John just said. Yeah. Right. She might if she knows John. And she's like, well, I guess I that? better cancel my hair appointment tomorrow. <laughs> um, so now we're going to move on to our last segment of alter egos. And this yes. is going to go a little different than normal. Um, basically, the way we're going to do this tonight, instead of Wyatt, Andrew, and myself picking alter egos for each other, or the guests, because we have so many people for the interest of time. Now we're in three, three hours in here recording. Um, Yes, going strong. We are going to turn it over to our guests to assign alter egos to themselves and also one for each of our, our uh, Spectre radio crew uh, main hosts. And why did we determine an order? No, I, I say just, just let them go for it. Let them go for it. Happy Hunger Games. <laughs> I'll go first. I hear you two first. Yeah, I'll go first uh, because I'm about to step on somebody. Um, <laughs> oh, here we go. Well, oh, no. Yes, yes, oh, yes, no. Yes, uh, I'm going to go yes, with yes, Andrew yes, first. Yes, yes. Uh, okay. Andrew. <laughs> um, and I picked Rody for you. Ooh. Oh, wow. The reason Ooh. why I picked Rody, and again, um, Rody is again one of those unsung heroes mm-hmm. um because <laughs> in this movie i found him so hilarious yeah with one-liners and andrew you're you you can see like why or Alyssa talking during the podcast and all of a sudden you just throw this one line and just i bust out laughing every time oh so i thought you. that that was great um perfectly for you and again that loyal friend that it's always there when you need him thank you um for Alyssa, I picked the Scarlet Witch. Yay! Ooh. <laughs> uh, because I know, again, I've known you guys for a little bit longer now. I know that you will protect anybody near you fearlessly, and you will mow down anybody that gets in your way to protect them. <laughs> so, true. so if somebody pisses you off, yeah, you will literally grow in midair and just destroy them. Did you hear that, John? Um, did you hear yes. that? Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <I did. laughs> 
I'm coming you for will. you. You will. You will know who I am, John. You will. Feel my wrath. I like your hair. You're good, all right? Oh, <laughs> thank you for your approval of my that, hair, which I did. That's why he draws the line. It's the hair. Yeah, that's what it is. Now, for Wyatt, now hear me out, okay? Oh, God. You're laying I, down the <laughs> evidence already. Is he Thanos? I <laughs> oh. Now, I pick I the death. rat. Yeah! The rat? <laughs> you didn't tell me you got me a Christmas present. <laughs> like the rat from the storage unit? Yes. <laughs> the the rat. Other hear, me out, hero. hear me out. Hear me out. This better be a good reason. <laughs> this is literally the reason why I picked that out. I am Andrew literally... is crying. <laughs> so is John. <laughs> I literally pick out the rat for one reason and one reason only. To kill Nazis. Oh, sorry. I will have never <laughs> met any of you if it wasn't because of an accident oh. I had I oh. for. That is the sweetest thing. That is so cute. <laughs> Why well, I literally had <laughs> I literally had an accident on I four that damaged my vehicle. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. Wyatt was actually the person that was sent out to go and take a look at what happened and. None of that would have happened if that accident would have happened. And again, yeah. at that moment, I was furious because as most of the uh, Spectre crew knows, I have a customized Star Wars car. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. you can Google it. You can find it on the internet. It's everywhere. Uh, it's, an, it's an X-Wing. Um, it, the car is actually painted as Poe Dameron's X-Wing. And it's actually been to a whole bunch of shows. Mm-hmm. And the windshield was damaged. I mean, considerably damaged uh, wow. to the point that they actually had to create a mold specifically to fix the windshield on my car. Um, it was awesome. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, again, that accident got me to you guys. So, and that's why I picked the rat, the unsung hero of the whole rat, story. That's hilarious. I'm dead. <laughs> I love that. I will never be offended by an alter ego again. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was <great. laughs> And then for myself, I picked up, um, I picked Captain Marvel. Yes! With the short hair! <laughs> With the short hair, because let's face it, I love making an entrance. Yes! Miss <laughs> Potts uh, did. She was insane. I mean, she was amazing. She was so powerful. All right, all right. Quit trying to become an ally last minute. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, Ron, what do you have? All right, so well for Alyssa, I also picked uh, Scarlet Witch. Yes, same, same exact reason. I could nice. totally see her going Mama Bear on Mama Bear, uh, <laughs> trying to trying to hurt someone she yes, loves. Yes, and of course Tommy and Billy are right here with me. So <laughs> are those are yeah. why it's like who are those people? Look at how confused he is. For uh, oh, for boy. Andrew and Wyatt, I picked it as a duo, and you can go either way with these guys, but. I picked Captain America and the Falcon um, okay. because they're, you know, good friends and they're loyal to each other. And, you know, and that's kind of how I see, you know, Andrew and Wyatt's friendship. Um, oh. I mean, Andrew was his best man. So obviously they're, they're good friends. Yeah. He'll take me or leave me. He demoted me so many that's times okay. for that wedding. Wyatt, you're a rat. So <laughs> he, there's he, that. He, <laughs> <laughs> 
Next week's episode, why is taking off time for emotional absence? <laughs> well, it's well, going to show up in a Hawaiian knows why here. that's funny because we actually are. <laughs> and then uh, for me, I actually picked Sat Thor. Oh my oh, gosh, gosh, you really did. I did. I did. Wow. You know, I uh, over the last couple of years, I got kind of chubby. <laughs> that's the only reason? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, no. I mean, like, who else do I relate to? Uh, I, Green well, Lantern is my favorite superhero, and he's not in Marvel. That's true. <laughs> so, well, uh, think about it. You're worthy of being here. So, oh, there you go. There you yeah. go. Hey. Yes, sorry. Sorry. Oh, Covenant Clutch. I did, All right, I did John. love when, when he uh, had the hammer and Cap had Stormbreaker, and he like switches. He's like, no, oh, no, yeah. you take the little you one. You take the little one. Yes. <laughs> I love that. That was so funny. All right, John, bring us home. All right. Um, these were actually super easy, and I hate to, like, repeat, but there's a good oh, reason. Oh, God. Um, Andrew, you are Captain America. Um, I Thank think you. you have a – you're welcome. I think you have a very set moral compass that I think rarely is shaken. And so, I don't know, the word I use for you, if I could describe you in a word, like, in all the podcasts and all the experiences I have interacting with you is consistent. And I think Captain America is extremely consistent in his character and his morality. Um, so I think you fit him pretty, pretty well. Can we just also really quick go back and acknowledge the fact that Captain America says son of a bitch in this movie and no one says language because they were like, it's acceptable. We're talking about <laughs> Thanos. <laughs> um, uh, Alyssa, definitely have you as Black Widow, uh, which I said before too, but like specifically yeah. even in this movie too. <laughs> um i think you can put up an incredible fight and destroy anybody um for the right reasons um but i also think like if it came push to shove you would sacrifice yourself for people you're closest to and i don't think you'd hesitate i don't think you would um and your hair matches we're back to hair (laughs) (laughs) hair matches both scarlet witch and black widow um and scarlet witch yeah she's i love her too um yeah uh Wyatt um not for looks alone you are Dr. Strange of course as always um but uh in the sense of in this movie he was really in the shadows but has a purpose and I think that's kind of how you are oh <laughs> you you're more behind the scenes you you're more behind the scenes you're like even like here like in the podcast like you're like usually the last to speak the last to promote yourself the last but you serve a huge important purpose um and i think you're really good at delegation um especially with and being friendly or planning because a lot i'm sure a lot of the guests and stuff too you probably invited or you know you're very outgoing and i think dr strange had to be like that too like a really strategic type personality behind the scenes um and then for myself now now this is going to backfire from what happened earlier (laughs) Uh, i from the very beginning i picked myself as tony um ah, you didn't survive the movie ha. needed a deal yeah, i well. transferred Shut up. one of me yes. did okay one of my personalities did rat one of, my personalities, shall live. One of my personalities got married which is yet something i yeah. have had to do so it'll happen oh, andrew. In oh due time, andrew andrew in oh, due time God. step one um, I'm, not, I'm nice it'll happen eventually it will Maybe. happen <laughs> no, not maybe it will it will there's no doubt 
Um, and you could have like everybody dress as stormtroopers and you're like your groomsmen, you know what I mean? Like whatever you're <laughs> like a stormtrooper for your wedding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I picked myself for Tony. Um I think I've actually it's weird. I don't know if this is maybe just a guy thing. I think everybody said that, but I know a lot of like guys in my circle, we've pictured like <laughs> like would we actually lay down our life like in a circumstance like remember that movie theater shooting that happened like in real life like i don't even remember the joker one yeah yeah so that whole thing happened 2012 i think there was one story that came out specifically about like a boyfriend was like there with like his girlfriend and like her friend or something like that and like he literally like jumped in front of them grabbed them and like took the bullets like and passed away and um i just i don't know i feel like if push came to shove ever since i was like a young age like i've always like committed myself that like if it came to saving someone i just would like i know like you're not until you in that circumstance would you know but like i've just kind of like said it like solemnly like in my heart like if i ever had to i would so i don't know i connected with that like i would do it i feel like i only would do that for certain people yeah, yeah for some people. So basically for some not people. john yeah. remember i got you that han solo plaster so i hope i make the cut yeah. <laughs> well everyone that's the hero gig right part of the journey is the end and we can't end without thanking our three plus ethan plus amazing ethan. guests yeah. for doing this journey Guys. with us Thank you. Thank you all so much. Um, and I believe our next episode will be diving into WandaVision. Love it. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. In the meantime, check us out on Instagram as at Spectre underscore radio and on Facebook as Spectre Radio. Be sure to submit your questions via social media for a chance to hear us answer them on our upcoming segment, Ask the Avengers. This is Spectre Radio, signing off.